Hello everyone and welcome to episode 110 of Two Left Thumbs, your source of weekly gaming news, deals and discourse. I am your host, Deaf Puppies, as always. Joining me on the cast this week, the man we must ask many, many <laughs> questions, Shaggy Steve. Dude, how welcome. are you? Welcome. How you doing, man? Welcome. I'm doing pretty good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, good, man. I'm good. Um, it's I've, I've had a fucking flat out day. Um, um, between tip runs and tattoos and buying, getting, picking up new couches from the other side of Brisbane. It, it's, it's. I haven't stopped. It's been great. <laughs> well, I've been, I've been geared up for a podcast for about an hour, mate. I actually thought you stiffed me tonight, so I'm happy that it finally did go ahead. Given <laughs> yeah, time zones are um. Time you would have thought, thought in right Australia, now. like where we're what, what six hours apart, that a time zone yeah. like that would be such an issue. But well, we're still kind of in line, though. That's I think that's the most the shittiest part about it, right? Is we're we're, we're fairly in line by by about I don't know a few hundred kilometers, maybe. Um, yeah, not sideways. even. Yeah, it's just um, Australia. Like you got places yeah. like w, WA. They just didn't even buy into. They were like the one state or the one state of Australia. Like yeah, no, we're not going to do anything with. Uh, we're not going to touch any of that daylight savings. So they end up sometimes two, three hours behind where we are, which is pretty funny. So yeah, they're um, just doing their own thing over there. So like, you know what? Pretty we're much just make up our own time. Yeah, and then you got well, South Australia. It's like yeah, we're just going to be half an hour behind everyone else. It's not even a full it's, hour. Just half it's an so hour. bizarre, isn't it? I think like New South Wales and Victoria, like the only two states that actually align. I think like Northern Territory and Queensland are the same, and then Western Australia have their own, and then yeah, South Australia like we want to be different. So half an hour. It's like oh, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Whatever helps you sleep at night, that's fine. Yeah, (laughs) it does stuff a lot of stuff up though, especially gaming and that. Like if you um, if you meet people like uh, I was saying this before the podcast, like I I come from a very um heavy MMO background, well before I started streaming and um. World of Warcraft was like the game, you know, when you're raiding with friends and stuff. So trying to get time zones right when you're generally raiding with Australians, but the, there's four or five different time zones. So getting everyone at the same time can always be difficult because a seven o'clock start might be okay for Victoria, but then that's five o'clock in WA or sometimes even four o'clock. So sometimes your raid starts so late, but it's early elsewhere. So, you know, getting everyone in the one spot that's at it. the one time can be really, really tough. Yeah, it's a weird and wonderful balance. I've, I've had that. Uh, I had that when um, uh, when I was playing Destiny, um, just trying to get rage together. It's just even just like I mean, WoW is a whole different thing because that's like thirty something people, isn't it? Uh, well, classic at the moment now. So that's my last. I'm actually on a break from that. So I I quit World of Warcraft about two or three expansions ago. I think the last one I did was Legion. To be honest, was the last. I think there was Legion. Then there was one more, and then there's another one and then shadowlands i think i'm like three or four expansions ago so i uh, quit yep. and told myself i'm i'm never going to come back to uh world of warcraft at all um but when i started playing we are back in 2004 i think it was i didn't actually start playing until was it 2004 when world of warcraft was launched let me google that i'm pretty sure that's right <laughs> yeah i think that sounds um, about right world of warcraft release date let me just google this real quick i'm pretty sure it's 2004 2004 yeah, so, november t- 23rd yeah yeah so yeah. I think I just finished high school then, and then I jumped onto that. So I had a guy that I used to work at um, Coles just stacking shells while I was at uni, and um, he was playing it. And he's like, oh, you should jump on and give it a crack. And yeah, probably one of the worst things I've ever done when you're trying to study and work because it's a big, massive time sink. So um, <laughs> yes. I, I never I never played the original WoW. I think I, the very, um, which they call vanilla, I think I got into that about a month before the Burning Crusade, the first expansion launch. So um, when they announced the classic WoW, you know, the pretty much reboot of the original game comeback, I um, 
I told myself I wasn't going to play it. And I think I didn't for about four months. And then before I knew it, yeah, I was heavy into it again. So just suck um, it in. Was it, was it peer yeah. pressure or was it just kind of no, doing yourself no. over? I think because like I, because I was working full time as well as streaming effectively like 25, 30 hours a week, it was kind of like that. Um, it's, it's not a difficult game. So it's, but it's also it's not a difficult game, but people seem to struggle being good at those kind of games. I don't know. It must attract. It doesn't really attract like really. Uh, I guess like sweaty players. I guess you could say most people are pretty cruisy when it comes to the MMO um, genre. So yeah. Um. I just thought you know I'm going to give it a crack, and then funnily enough, um, one of the organisations actually did a bit of work with the streaming, which was um Jam Gaming. Um. I actually end up joining their guild with one of my characters, and we rated all the way up to Nax, which is the very last raid of this um this version. Um and we had two raid groups. So we had two 40 man raid groups, which is trying to organize that many people oh is an absolute God, fucking no, nightmare. No. Yeah, I, I so like we know. <laughs> yeah, so we we were raiding like um one raid group did Wednesday nights and then one raid group did Thursday nights and then we had like an alt kind of like pickup group raid group on Sunday nights as well, which just coincided perfectly because I, I used to have um Thursdays off stream and Sundays off stream. So I kind of just fell into those two groups. Um, and then when Nax Ramus dropped the the latest raid, I did a couple of the runs with him, but then um they dropped the main raid group just back to one because pretty much a whole bunch of players got to that point in the game and it's it's really exp- like it's an expensive raid to do and classic you've got to grind a bit of money and stuff. So if you're a somewhat casual player, it's yeah, a lot of people kind of quit. And um I just said, look, I'm gonna take a break now because I did hear that the uh the Burning Crusade classic version would be coming out and that's when i first started playing so i thought you know what i'll i'll stop playing it now just to give myself a little bit of a break from that until um burning crusade comes out and i think on blizz um the blizzcon thing online about three or four days ago they announced it so um i'm looking forward to that coming out that'd be a good way to kill some hours I, um, which is good i haven't i haven't caught the um the, the blizzcon preference I'm, I, I'm, a ter- I'm a terrible person i haven't caught up with it i've been pretty uh pretty pleasing with work well but, um, they've literally they've literally announced that they're going to be so uh, did you ever play any of the diablos at all i'm like a massive no, Diablo see, fan. i i, oh, I, I missed out i missed out on a lot of blizzards game i've never played wow how old are you uh, 33 see i'm 33 as well dude and like diablo diablo 2 world of warcraft like those really blizzard centric games were like fucking massive when i was like 18 and 19 years old they were like the game everyone played so yeah um, i was um i was kind of away from gaming at that point i was um i was working full-time on a remote island um, oh fair enough yeah so okay. i was i won't I was, hold it against you then mate. I, I was kind of I was, I was out of there for a while but yeah um the blizzard games are something i've never really played i remember um my friend back in high school um like waiting for blizzard 2 because it took a while i'm uh, not blizzard, blizzard 2 oh god i'm good diablo 2 to come out and yep. said he'd been waiting years and years and years for it and finally came out. I was like, hey, it came out. And then, um, yeah, then we waited about the same amount of time for Diablo 3. Uh- <laughs> well, it's always funny. Um, every every expansion I've played, so um, before I got in, the reason why I got into streaming was because, um, so I don't know if I'm jumping ahead here, so tell me to no, shut no, up. No, no, man, let's, um, but, um, let's, um, let's, let's keep going with it. I'm, I'm good. Let's, let's roll. So I used to, I've got like three really close mates where we used to uh, play World of Warcraft together. This is like the Legion expansion. So there's like four of us and we've played, we literally met online through World of Warcraft and we played games together online. So when we were raiding in World of Warcraft, we only really logged on to the raids and then we logged off. And then when we weren't playing 
that we were playing like Diablo 3 or um, at this stage we were playing um, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. So we'll jump in two or three back when that game was like an absolute broken piece of shit. But it was really fun to play with friends because it was like, you know, you load in, you get a gun, you shoot, the game's over, then you load back in again. So that's what we kind of did in our spare time to, um, you know, to play games. And one of my mates, he actually, I'd never even heard of Twitch before or streaming or anything. And he, um, he actually sent me a clip. He goes, check this guy out. And it was Dr. Disrespect was playing PUBG. And it was a yeah. Twitch clip, and I checked it out. I'm like, God, this this guy's unreal. Like his production quality was nuts. Um, obviously, I then got exposed to Twitch, and I didn't really think much of it. And then one night, I think I just like made an account on there, and my name was like Shaggy Steve eight six three nine, which is actually like my BattleNet um, tag. So I, I made a Twitch account, and then thought, you know what, this looks pretty easy. Let's jump into it. And fucking hell, three years later, here I am. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's always sorry. the way it happens. I had um, I had a similar experience when I started. Um, I was just like, I I got exposed through Destiny. I'm a bit of a lame bloomer. Um, and De- it was Destiny like, One, all about Destiny One, but Destiny Two, yeah, nah, no, that that nah. lost me that one. Yeah, I've I've dropped off Destiny Two, but yeah, back in Destiny One, it was around King's Fall. Um, okay. when they started doing yep. the, the raid-alongs and stuff. That's yep. why I started watching them. Oh, this is cool. That was and that was I, really good content though. Like that was, was fun yeah, to watch other because phenomenal. The, the the um the competition side of it was really good to see because back then when the Destiny thing was big, Twitch wasn't really that big of a thing. Like you know the competitive game very much was, growing. Yeah, yeah, it was very baby like. So you see the likes of like that's back when like Summit and Shroud were like babies on the platform. Like Ninja was streaming to like. Man, I remember watching Ninja with like 250 viewers playing PUBG. You know what I mean? Back when he was signed with Luminosity and just was literally just like a tiny streamer to go from that and then jump on the Fortnite train yeah. was just unbelievable yeah, to see. So. I remember um I remember seeing I think the first experience I had to Ninja was um watching his I've made I used to play with was showing me his old Halo clips. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Go watch this guy snipe, he is fucking insane. I'm watching it on how is this? I can, I can occasionally hit headshots. How the fuck is this guy pulling this What's, shit off? Was he? I think he was a Halo pro. He That's pro, like what he, he did, was wasn't he? Before. That's how he started. Yeah. Before yeah. I was tra- streaming, he was a competitive player um, on the Halo circuit, and that's how he kind of got into it. And then content creation kind of fell out naturally from there for him. But um, yeah. So yeah, it was. That's it was a lot of those kind of gamers though that have been around for a long time, like your summits with your Daisies, who came from CS:GO, and I think Shroud came from CS:GO as well, and. Um, I think Dr. Disrespect, I don't think he came from a professional gaming, but I think he made like COD maps or something like that. So he was part he, of he, like that little... He was working for Activision for quite a while. I think that's yeah, how he kind of so started off, yeah. You find a lot of people that uh, get into watching those kind of streamers, they, you think, oh, cool, I've just got to like play a popular game and I'm going to get a, you know, a community. It's like, yeah, no, nah, it doesn't really work that way no. at all. So um, <laughs> no. It takes a it takes a certain kind of. I mean, I'm a big advocate for there's um you know there's a there's a market for everything on the Twitch platform. Like you could be a you could make you know paint paintings with your feet, or you could be like a Sims player, or you can like you know said Destiny, or you could be just a just chatting streamer. There's there's literally a market for everything on there. But these guys have like capitalized on the games that are like really popular in that time, and then they've built huge huge followings by doing that. So. Um, yeah, it's crazy to see because you think, oh, it's easy. I'll just like log in, install PUBG, and wham, bam, play here popular, we go. Pa- play popular game, insta- get fa- like get some good clips and get famous. You know, that's, exactly. That's how, yeah. that's how it's supposed to work, right? <laughs> well, the thing is, though, like a lot of people that start streaming, like if you go into like Twitch or YouTube or fucking Facebook or whatever the streaming you know platform you're on, 
Um, I went into it not knowing anybody. So like my mate showed me a couple of clips and stuff, but like that time I used to spend with those blokes playing games, that was then replaced by Twitch streaming. And I kind of said to myself, I'm like, oh, you know, I'll give it a little bit of time, see how we go. And if, if something comes from it, then cool. And I I literally start off as like a PUBG streamer and I'd actually play with mates. And the yeah. biggest mistake I made was you'd play the game, you'd stream it, you'd have a camera on, but you'd spend like the three, four hours just talking with your friends and not really reading chat or anything like that. Yeah, so there's of, all these of, things. Instead of focusing on chat yeah. more, you just kind of like dead focus you don't... on the game and people like, because it's what you're used to doing too, right? Like, well, you, the thing too when is you're watch... starting out. Well, you watch people like Shroud and Dr. Disrespect and that's what they do. They don't actually really read their chat at all. So you kind of, you have these like embedded behaviors where you kind of just become a bit of a, you know, monkey see, monkey do. You see other people doing that and you jump in and try and do the same thing until you find like your, I guess your niche, you could say, like with what, um you know, what you really enjoy doing. So, um, but yeah, it's been myself specifically like i started back in 2000 and like late 2017 when i started streaming which was um so our, our world of warcraft guild had actually fell apart so we were like in a, a top 10 i was playing an arcane mage and i was like one of the top 10 arcane mages on our server like not that arcane was that impressive of a spec but that was the gear <laughs> i had at that time so um my mage was like up there and a couple of mates one was like a demon hunter one was a paladin and the other one was a i can't even remember the class i think a rogue and we were just like real we were like real sweaty gamers like you know what i mean killing raid bosses thinking our shit didn't stink and then the guild fell apart as happens a lot in mmos and um instead of me picking up and continuing the game that's when i said okay i'm gonna quit now while i'm ahead and then i uh, dedicate all my spare time into the streaming aspect side of things so um yeah, it was it was it was an interesting uh it's been an interesting journey to say the least. I've had plenty of ups yeah, and yeah. plenty of plenty of downs throughout the journey. So it's been a, it's been a good learning experience to say the least. Yeah, that's 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 kind of the way it goes. I've um I've had quite a few as well. Um I've no, no, got nowhere near the success that you have. Um I'm still one of those tiny boys with my wonderful fifteen viewers if I'm lucky. Mate, um, that's, but... that's 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 me nowadays, man. I'm, I'm 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 good with that. Hey, like like I, I I got to this point where I'm like I don't have time to dedicate to um trying to push the streaming and do like the, you know the 25 30 hours a week and kind of get a regular schedule going and now I'm doing like six hours a week if I'm lucky maybe seven because I'm trying to fit it in around work and family and all that kind of stuff and yeah, I, no, I found I this you, really man. good I found I found this really good spot where it's just this is th these are my people and we just hang out and talk shit and I I'm, I really enjoy that and I think if I ever got to the point where i started seeing a lot of success i wouldn't enjoy it as much i don't yeah think. it's you go through different so like obviously when I, I started twitch not knowing anyone on the platform you'll find a lot of twitch streamers now um nine times out of ten most of them will like a friend of their streams or you know they'll play a game and one of their friends is like oh you should try streaming out or you know they've got that spare like creative time where um you know they they might make a stream as like a bit of a creative outlet like you know what i mean it just gives you yeah. something to do when you're not at work or if you're studying or you're doing whatever you're just wanting to share some content so most people get into it for a um get into the streaming side of things as a fairly genuine way um you'll find a lot of people and i i was definitely like this where you start off as a as a nobody knowing nobody and i went through the grind you know had the three to five viewers and streaming 20 plus hours a week and mine kind of just building blocked one after another it was like five then it was 10 then it was 20 then it was 30 then it was 40 and then yeah it got to the stage where like i'd have anywhere between 
120, 130 viewers, right? Which like at that stage when I got to even that size, like as an average, I wasn't happy, man. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I wanted, I wanted more. Like I was, yeah, I, kinda, I'm, it's, I'm, it's, I'm, it's, yeah. Never, I, you, the thirst is never quenched. You're just constantly chasing. No, like I'm not big enough. There's, there's more people out there that are bigger than me. And you're constantly kind of pushing that mark as well. Yeah. Another thing too, like when you start, um, when you start growing as a creator and then you start making, I, I made a lot of mistakes early on by, um, like trusting people that you shouldn't trust so early on and, um, friendships that, and I'm happy I learned this because about two or three months into my streaming, um, like life kind of thing, I was actually, I was playing Fortnite with a bunch of other guys and they were streamers as well. And, um, out of the three of us, my channel kind of was just a little bit ahead of theirs. And right, you could yeah. tell that there was a bit of animosity there. Um, I didn't notice it at the stage. I thought it was like a bit of, you know, general banter and stuff. But um, yeah, there's a lot of like behind the scenes stuff that went down. And I kind of just went, you know, well, fuck it. I don't think this is worth it. This is not, you know, what I'm wanting to do. And then I kind of broke away from that and started doing my own thing. And that's when I really found my um, creative juices coming through. And um, that's when I started really focusing on like the people that were in my chat because I was playing games where I was playing solo. So they had my kind of like my full attention kind of thing. And um, then I started doing some wacky things that were kind of like my thing. And yeah, and then, yeah, like I said, one thing led to another and I never expected my channel to get as big as it did back when I peaked well over a year ago. But um, yeah, there's a lot of things that happen when you stream that a lot of people don't tell you. I'm a, I'm a pretty big advocate for, uh, you know, sharing what I'm going through specifically. Um, yep. You know, whether or not that, you know, results in people actually watching the stream, it's irrelevant. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's always good. He should share that it's not always as as great as streaming is, and as many great opportunities as I've had, it's it's definitely got its challenges. That you have to be fairly mentally resilient because yeah, something that you might start off as like a you know just a basic hobby that you really enjoy, and then you get a taste of success and lots of subs, and you know there was a stage there, man. Like I've got a really successful full time career, and I was heavily pondering quitting that to do this full time. And yeah, well, what, what um what what changed your mind? Um, well, I've got like, so my partner, like I'm 33, my partner's a little bit older than I am. She's got our uh, two right. girls They're They're 13 and one turns 10 in May. And, um, you know, we've got a mortgage and we've got bills and we, yeah. she works full time and I work full time. We, we definitely could have made it work, but, um, it, it's just not consistent. Like you might have one month where you do really well. Um, and then you might have a quieter month, you know what I mean? And then another month you might do awesome. That's why I see a lot of full-time streamers that are kind of on the cusp, like where they're earning, you know, okay money from it. They're doing subathons every two or three weeks just to bump their sub income up. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. And I just, I, I kind of, my stream was peaking pretty well and my numbers and stuff were really good, but I just kind of woke up one day and I'm like, shit, is this really worth throwing like a 10 year career away to really yeah, dive yeah, into right. this? World? And you know what? I could have done it and I could have had a crack at it and it might not have worked. And I, I, I kind of kicked myself for not doing it a little bit just to take that risk. But, you know, life and responsibility, man, takes precedence over, uh, you know, streaming. So if I was like a single, dude, if yeah. I was, if I was a single young kid living in my fucking parents' basement, man, and I was like, you know, 20 years old and I, this is all I did, didn't have a, like a partner or kids or whatever, I would have jumped like head first into that, man. I would have definitely had a crack at it. But, um, when you're a bit on the older side and you've got you know responsibility and, it's not and really... jobs and yeah you know yeah, what i mean it like makes, if you live it in... makes it hard and and the, the thing the thing is with streaming is constantly staying relevant is 
just a full-time job in itself Definitely. aside from you know the hours you have to put into, into streaming yourself it's like all that background stuff you got to do to keep up with people keep up with trends keep on top of socials like there's there's yeah. a lot that goes on um You'll find to try like, to keep um, up with that you find that once you find your niche, it's not that bad. Like you, you find on Twitch that um, I think this is content creation in general. Like once you find your niche, so like if you're a, in your situation, if you're a Destiny streamer, then Destiny is the kind of game that's probably always going to be there. There's eventually going to be a Destiny three. You know what I mean? Yeah. People are always going to like. So the game that really turned it for me was actually Borderlands two. That's what got me from being like a twenty thirty viewer streamer playing Fortnite to Borderlands two, and it was one of the I might have just been like lucky, but when I was streaming Borderlands 2, I'd never played the game before. It's got like a really, really solidified community, but they're really, really small. Like there's not many people actually watching it. So yeah, very, they're very tight knit though. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was streaming, like I would stream in the Australian time slot and a lot of the bigger um, Americans would finish. So, you know, they had anywhere between five and a thousand viewers, which I like idolized at that time when I was uh, doing Borderlands and, Every now and then, the Borderlands community are like really big for raiding raiders, like raiding streamers within their community. So yeah. I'd often get like, you know, I've, I've been raided by a couple of the real big guys a couple of times when I was a very small Borderlands streamer. So, um, and I did, I only did that game. It, it felt like I did it for like eight months, man, but I only played Borderlands 2 for like two and a half months. I did like a full oh, playthrough really? of it. And that was yeah. It. And, yeah, and then I moved on to what did I do after Borderlands? I think I did um I think Dead by Daylight was after that, maybe I jumped into for a little while. So DBD, once again, DBD is like if I tell anyone if you actually like the game and you're passionate about it, it's one of those games that's just like endless, like endless repetitive content. Um, if you if you can handle doing the same thing, whether you're a survivor, if you've got that mental capacity to do the same thing over and over, there are so many streamers that have absolutely like blown up. A, a, a perfect example is Geef. He's an Australian streamer. He yeah. was full-time DVD streamer. He does like more variety and stuff now, but he built like his base on that game and then branched out from there. So um, DVD is like one of those games where if I was to tell anyone to get into streaming and they're looking for a game to play, that would be it because it's never like at the top of the directory but there's always enough people playing it and watching it so it's just a little bit yeah toxic. It, it's got it's 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 sitting in the middle because it's um it's, yeah. yeah it's not it's not it's not massively popular but because the community is there there's always that that constant viewership that are always kind of going to be there but yeah i i got about four months into that place man and the toxicity like there are some oh, really? i've got some really oh dude you have the community oh, fuck, i'd have to i could write a paper on what i experienced in a small <laughs> amount of time fuck. there so there's lots of um lots of drama amongst the bigger streamers in there too. Um, right. There's a big thing in the game which is called um SWF, which is survive with friends. So the whole thing with Dead by Daylight is you join a lobby, say as a survivor. There's four of you. You go in there, you repair generators, and there's a killer that's trying to stop you. Right. Now there's no in-game comm. So if you're in a party of four survivors against one killer, then you've got that advantage of being able to communicate with your team. So the people that are streaming in the game, like say seven to 10 to 12 hours a day, they would like sit in a party of four people and like absolutely shit on like really good killers. And then they'd like shit talk them. And then there was clips out of context. And oh, yeah, it's just no. that. But on top that of that too, man, like worst. you just, I, I, I challenge you just one night, go have a look in the DVD directory. Look at like anyone streaming between say five to 30 viewers and just watch them and i guarantee you'll find some little because it's a really really it's seriously 
it's not an esport game. Like anyone can play pickup. D- anyone has never even played a game. Before say, it, I've, I've watched. Um, I've watched. I've watched streams of it before. It's a very mechanically. It's very simple. You know, it's so easy. Not not not, not hard to pick up. Especially as a survivor, like I mean, there's definitely ways that you can be better than the other person. But if you're like running like a meta perk build as a survivor with three friends, no matter how good that, like the actual challenge that game is being a killer. It's all about the mind games and knowing the mechanics and stuff. But again, on a on a difficulty scale, it's a very very basic game, and the, the people can take that shit fucking serious, man. Like, it's, oh my god, yeah. People so again, they just, it, it, it's, yeah. I mean, it is with Dead by Daylight, but I mean, I, I've seen that in a lot of games over the years mm. where like gameplay is fairly simple but people just oh, the elitism and the sweats just comes out and it just ruins the fun for fucking everybody and you've got to think too yeah. on twitch as well like if you're a moderate streamer say 50 to 100 viewers right and you have some little sweaty survivor with 20 viewers and that that person knows who you are sometimes it might be a good interaction be like oh, i can't believe that guy killed me because i made a couple i've made a couple of pretty good friends here like uh, yeah. there's one guy by name Debbie B he's like one of the most freakiest dudes at playing he can pick up like any killer and just be a god at it there's like Battle Mick and he he streams that game exclusively and he's like one of the nicest blokes ever and when you go to PAX and stuff and you meet these other streamers the DVD streamers are like the nicest people man like I'm talking about yeah, Australians right. yeah they are the nicest bunch of people you can have a chat with them um, they don't think their shit stinks but yeah again it just I got a bit into it and it wasn't really uh, I just got bored of the game more than anything like I I just couldn't do it for that long. I didn't want to like build my whole community around just that one game. You know what I mean? It was yeah, good. I, um, don't get me wrong, but I just had my time and then just moved on. Yeah, I ended up doing a similar thing. Like I said, I started I started with Destiny. Um, originally to wind myself up to moving into Anthem, um, which oh, didn't. <laughs> you <laughs> fell. I know. Anthem I was like, was you know so- what? dude that was so disappointing it was it was so bad like you know i'll get into the destiny community and i'll get find my feet get some practice in you know start this whole streaming thing off and then i'll move into anthem and i'll kind of build my community there because was that was it ea that made anthem ea and bioware yeah yeah. they fucked that oh man that had so much hype though man that game was like popping for like six to 12 months before release dude it i pre-ordered was. anthem and i'm Same. always keen to play it too and then i refunded that shit when it came out i'm like nah <laughs> i don't want this at all <laughs> I, see, I, I got I, I got in there and i i enjoyed the first like 40 hours i had a good time you played through the story you know and like oh all, you like, got further flight. than i did i got like an <laughs> I, hour dude i'm like refund oh, no, no thank you <laughs> <laughs> i um <laughs> So I, I played through the story. I had a good time, you know, and then I got to like, all right, where does this go from here? Because this is like the big part and it was just fucking boring. Like, yeah, there, there was, it, look, there was it had nothing promise. there to keep me playing. It had a lot of promise. And I think if they, you know, told us what the fuck was going on and delayed it by a couple of years, um, it would have been a lot better of a game. Um, it had, it had like find, good, um... good gameplay there. It just had nothing else. Were you a gamer as like a young bloke, like in your teens? Were you like a sit at home play PlayStation guy, or were you like out playing sports? What was your like teenage life like? Um, a little bit of both. So I was um, I I actually started work. Well, I'm a bit of a workaholic um by nature because I grew up in my teens working full time. So I used to I used to, I used to play a lot of Xbox. Um, so I started out with um Halo, um, mm-hmm. Golden Eye, um, Perfect so Dark. F- 
FPS games, yeah. And FPS so games the reason... is kind of my route, and then the, the occasional like, like the um, Need for Speed. So I was that's I think that's also why I kind of missed out on the mm-hmm. the World of Warcraft, the MMO, because I'm like I wasn't really into that, and I was just like, I just want to shoot shit and blow shit up, and that's that's kind of where I flowed in from there. Um, I, things are a little different now. Like I think I think the first time I played um, Elder Scrolls was was I it never four? played. I've never played Elder Scrolls I played, ever. I or played, like Oblivion or yeah there was Oblivion that was the one I played I got yeah. like 12 I got like 10 hours in I'm like this is fucking boring I'm never playing this shit again yeah it's you're either into those RPGs or you're not like if you're the type of person that can get lost into those games depending on your personality then yeah but again if you're into like more fast paced so with me I in high school I was a bit of a late bloomer. I was like the same height as everyone. Then in like year 10, I like shot up and I was like three or four or five inches taller than everyone else. So I used to play footy and cricket, like footy in the footy season, right, cricket yeah, in the off okay. season. And I think I was like 15 and I was at the basketball courts. One of my mates like, oh, why don't you come for a shoot around? Never bounced the basketball in my life. And um, yeah, that as soon as I touched a basketball, man, that like became my sport. I was playing it like um, in my teenage years, like I would play would have footy training Monday nights, footy training Wednesday nights, basketball training Thursday nights, basketball training. So footy was Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday. Basketball was Tuesday, Thursday. I'd play basketball Friday night, play footy Saturday morning, and then basketball Saturday afternoon. Then I'd play mixed basketball on Sunday. So my whole week was was sports. Yeah, Yeah, and then when I wasn't playing basketball, the guys, like, I was pretty good at sport, but I was friends with more of the nerdier guys that played like Pokemon on Game Boy. And yep, so yep. I had like a mixed thing. I like it was friends with like all the jockeyer guys because of the sport. But then outside of that, I kind of hung around with more of the introverts, which is really bizarre because I'm really extroverted. But um, I've always been a huge gamer. So um, yeah, I fell into the games that way. And then obviously like as adult life has gone on, my basketball went from playing four nights a week, dropped it down to three. I'm only playing one night a week now. So yeah. I have to fill that time in doing something, right? So Yeah, that, that's um, it. Because um, I was playing um, soccer. That was kind of my thing. Like yep. every every week, every couple of weeks, um, got to the point where I got accepted onto a regional team. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, I got offered a chef's apprenticeship. And oh. so I took the apprenticeship and so i think i was like i just hit 14 at this point so like as soon yep, as you so finish you can start yep and as soon as you became so, so a chef goodbye any social life working goodbye any stuff, social so. life i couldn't make training they're like look you can't make training we're gonna have to drop you to him like, that fair that's cool you know it's totally understandable i said look it's it's fine um never really picked it back up again and i've worked in kitchens are you still since. a chef now yeah still a chef now yeah. i've been doing it um i've been working in kitchens 20 years this year which is yeah, my mum. My mum's a, a qualified chef by trade, so yeah, I right, know nice. all about the life, man. Yeah, <laughs> and so know yeah, all about it. Working weird hours left me with no social life, so that's where I kind of got back into gaming again to mm-hmm. kind of like reconnect with people that I went to high school with because a lot of them still play games. Um, and chefs were, just they, don't... They were still at school, and I was at I was at work, so I never saw them. So that was how I kind of got back into it that way. And chefs just like people don't understand like chefs working split shifts and stuff like that. You know the the money that you earn as a chef is not that fantastic, and but no, the money not. you can earn is good. But you're normally working for it. You know six seven days a week and like putting yeah, in. Like I just I remember. Plus. Yeah, I remember my like childhood. So I was like a um, my mum had me as a solo until she met my stepdad when I was about eight. And yeah. um, I remember as a kid like we used to get up in the morning 
and um she used to work at this um like little chicken shop which was um like a chicken shop where she prepared chickens and did like the chefing side so i'd get up and i'd be at her work at 6 30 in the morning helping her with work then i'd work walk to school and then I would, after school, she'd pick me up and then would go home. And then she I would have a babysitter and she'd go out and work at nighttime at a different restaurant. So, yeah, yeah I, I know all about the, uh, like, obviously, I've never worked as a chef, but I know about the, how, like, it can really impact your life. Can really, the, yeah, it's, um, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not so much, it's not so much a job. It becomes just an entire lifestyle. This is who you mm-hmm. are. All the people you hang out with are now in hospitality, and you're just kind of stuck with that. <laughs> so yep. if you don't like it, it, it it's it's easy. It's better to get out early while you can, because once you're in there for too long, you're institutionalized. And yeah, you're once you're forever. stuck in, yeah, once you're stuck in that web, mate. Good luck trying to untangle from it. Exactly, it's funny you say exactly. that. I was um I used to work at um Coles supermarket, so I got a like yep. a part time job at Coles when I was like yeah fourteen nine months. And um, I worked in Coles all the way through um, like high school. Like I used to, I used to work, um, you know, back when I actually ended up dropping off football so that I could actually work the job. So I was doing basketball only, which gave me a few spare nights and then weekends. So like literally between school, working, and as well as sports, there wasn't much time in between, which is where the gaming side came into it. So but Coles was the same, man. Like I, I was with that company almost 10 years before I quit to get the job I'm working now. And um, yeah, yeah it, to get out of that web, man. And what's more interesting, and you'll probably find that no matter where you work, is I had so many friends that I made in the supermarket world. Um, and we used to like, God, there was this one guy, they used to live in his house and there was like, fuck it, nine people that lived in the house, dude. It was just an absolute zoo. Oh, but no. no matter what, no matter what night of the week you went there, dude, there was a PlayStation and beers, you know what I mean? And like, you would just yeah. have the best, but these guys, like, I don't know how they fucking lived there, man. That place was absolutely insane. Um, but you used to go was there it like just, once. Was it just night. a bunch of dudes living in a house? Oh, no, there's dudes with girlfriends and- Oh, it, wow, it was, so there's a whole, whole, whole society 20. of people there. 24 7 party house mate like every time you went there yeah so it was like a really old victorian house which was in belmont where i am in geelong um and it it was on like a corner and there were like three bungalows out the back and then there was five bedrooms in the house and there was like two living areas as well so i knew one of the dudes that lived there and ended up becoming friends with like all of those guys that went there because we all used to just like drink beers play table tennis play video games like we we used to play um, NBA 2K on the PlayStation or Xbox, whatever console we we're playing it on. And if like someone shot a three on you, you had a drink. If someone dunked on you, you had a drink. Someone stole the ball from you, you'd be fucking four or five beers down after one game, mate. Like it was, <laughs> and it was seriously. I Video think back games, was like drinking games are the best though. Like I think oh, they're, they're, some they're, of the because best there's already that natural. Life, so or there's already that kind of natural competitiveness that comes with video games, especially when you're yeah. playing with your mates and you're on the and you're, and you're having a few beers. Um, and to add shots into that when certain things are happening is yeah. like oh, dude, chaos. We used to um we used to do Halo, um Halo nights. We would get like eight of us in the same room, mm-hmm. and we'd have all the TV set up against the walls, and we play yeah. small the old maps. land days. Yeah, the old land days. And we'd have yeah. we'd have small maps, rockets, and energy swords. You die, oh you drink. God. the The average lifespan was twenty seven seconds. Did you ever it play Perfect just- Dark? Did I hear you yes. say perfect on the 64? Yeah, I, I used, yeah, on the 64. I used to, um, that, that's that's how I got into the, the more of the social side of thing. I used to play a fair bit back on like older PCs. Like I, used to, I think I started like Heroes of Might and Magic um, and a few older computer games when I was a lot younger. Um, yeah, so when I was like a, a really young teenager, um, we used to have, and remember the old like box TVs? So you'd play Perfect Dark with the screen split in four. 
And yeah, we used yeah, to play yeah. um we used to play pistol matches against each other with the alien sims in there as well with one one shot one kill. And like, dude, that shit got like broken controllers, people throwing <laughs> fists, man. Like that shit was oh young, like oh, young man. testosterone filled boys, man, playing those games was scary, dude. But seriously, good times, man. Like when yeah, you think like back some of some of the best times, right? You, like you look back at it, like there's a um another time uh, I I like to recall on this one fondly. This is back when the Wii was out. A mate of mine got a bottle of Jaeger and a case of Red Bull, and we nice. played Wii tennis for eight oh. hours straight. Any TVs <laughs> broken from the controls? No, remarkably no. Oh, no. You're lucky. But we we woke up the next day with like legit tennis elbow, could not move our fucking Yeah, because you full get into it. And you're like diving around the room doing dumb shit. It's <laughs> so fucking that's good. Hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, we've gone completely off track, but that's how I got <laughs> I, I got into streaming that way. So I used to play I used to play World of Warcraft like really competitive with my mates, and then we'd jump in PUBG for just shits and giggles. Got shown a clip made a channel start off as like a PUBG guy then went to Fortnite then I tried out Borderlands so that was the first Borderlands was the first game I did which had a really small community had consistent viewers there and kind of built like a base of people up and then yeah went to DVD went back to Fortnite and then I started doing um role play and then I kind of yeah, that's kind of like me, my talk to me about role play cuz I've I've seen I've seen it it's had like I've only really noticed it in the last 12 to 14 months um mm-hmm since kind of coming back to Twitch after Mixer shut down. And um, talk to me about how that works. Like, I know it's um, GTA 5 on PC and it's um, custom servers. Um, yeah, the how, motto- did, how, how did you kind of get into this? Like, how did this start for you? So I used to... So when I was streaming DVD and stuff, I... Um, so I've always had, like, a, I've always been interested in, like, policing and, like, corrections and stuff like that. I'm actually shocked I didn't end up becoming a cop because I've always been, like, you know, you watch, like, um, you know, the TV shows and stuff, like, with cops and stuff. I've always been, like, super interested with it. Yeah. Um, and when when Grand Theft Auto first, like, blew up, there was a huge boom. Um, and there's a Twitch stream by the name of Moon Moon, if you've ever heard of him before. Have you? Don't think I have, no. It's like Moon Moon OW. I think he might be, like, an Overwatch stream. Anyway, he's, like, a big, big variety streamer. And um, anyway, I was, like, I was flicking through Twitch one night and um, looked at roleplay. And, um, yeah, No Pixel was, like, the number one that everyone was streaming on. And... I, I like really, really, really enjoyed the uh, the police role play side of things, like where you know people were literally role playing police officers and arresting criminals and stuff. I thought that was amazing. So um, I used I started out as like a bit of a casual viewer. Not I, I'm be the first to say I don't really watch a lot of Twitch at all because I just don't have the friggin' time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I started out watching that, and then I actually ended up getting into so um, so Creator, Loser Fruit, Bazagaza, and a few other like big Australian streamers. They got into this public server, which was called AGN, which was Australis Gaming Network. And um, anywho, they all tried to get onto No Pixel, but I, I don't know why they didn't. They might not have because it's a pretty hard way to just get into it. Like you kind of can't just go, "Hey, I want to be in this server." Hey, and invite invite me into the you know the best server just because yeah, yeah you got yeah, kind of prove your worth. So they went into this AGN one, and I wanted to do role play because I was just so intrigued by it, and I didn't want to just I didn't one I couldn't get into No Pixel because I. I didn't even know the process or what to do with it, but um, I just wanted to try it role play. And I'll tell you what, man, my viewership and Twitch interaction and everything was probably bigger when I played on not no pixel servers. So I did that for like, I reckon I started around like February, March of 2018 and no pixel blew up in like 
February, March at the same time when I was on these um, Aussie public servers. And I didn't end up getting into NoPixel until about July, August later that year. So I was on that server just primarily streaming role play for about four or five months, I reckon. And okay, um, yeah. I, I played I played an Aussie cop on there by the name of Steve O'Strawberry, and it was really good because I was like, <laughs> I love it because I was like a partnered streamer with a few viewers. Like I had like sixty or seventy viewers, man. Like I didn't have anything special at all. Um, they just kind of let me become a cop, and then I learned how to do it. And it was just like fun, like improv role play. And I met a whole bunch of really cool people on there, and even a whole bunch of my viewers that used to watch me because it was an easier server to get into. They got into it as well. Um, and then, yeah, I ended up getting accepted into NoPixel eventually. Um, and then this back when it was a 32 slot service, I was a very, very, very small server. Yeah, like it was now very, it's like, kind of exclusive spot to kind of get. Yeah. Yeah. You had to get priority get in, which I managed to get priority in. Um, I ended up bringing Steve O from that, um, that AGN public server to NoPixel because I wanted to be a cop in the same server. That didn't happen, ended up becoming like a full blown criminal. And then, uh, yeah. And then, he ended up joining a bikey club and yeah, it was really cool. Um, and then I made the worst thing I ever did. And I regret it to this day because again, this is like one of the biggest double-edged swords with being on Twitch is if you're not a Twitch viewer, you don't know what Twitch viewers like watching, right? Now in yeah, role right. play, the cop viewers, uh, cops are not very well liked by viewers because <laughs> oh, you generally, because no. <laughs> you're generally chasing down people that have a lot of viewers and you're stopping that person from robbing a store or you, you know what I mean? Like you're, yeah, so you're, you're kind of their fun. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. But then there's also like a lot of rules with being a police officer. Like when I joined, so when I joined the police, I had to do like a, it's all different now, but you had to do a, a paper application. So it was actually like a written application to join their police force. Then you have to right. make a character. And then I had a three-on-one interview. So it was me and three like high command officers in NoPixel I had like an interview with. Um, and then I did like ride-alongs with them. So you just sit in the back of a cop car and follow other cops around, just observe. You don't do anything else at all. And then I had two, I think they were eight or 10 hour day academies. One was like a theory day. One was like a practical day. And then you become oh, wow. a cadet. Yeah, then you become a like a non-solo it's, um, cadet. It's it's full on, man. That's like, full I could, on, man. Wow. That's like, you may yeah. as well join... It was like I mean, having some another physical job. training, yeah. Yeah, so, and it's very different too, like from a viewer's perspective, which, you know, the sirens of a police vehicle can get repetitive. Their role play is very repetitive. You know, you, you're responding to a robbery or you're responding to a house robbery or it's very much, the, it's it's like reactive role play. You're kind of just reacting to what people are doing. Um, and I thought it was great. Um, but that's kind of what really started that plus work, plus being a cop in, um, you know, having all of that stuff and then the channel not doing so well. So when I swapped from my criminal Steve-O to my cop gym, that's when my channel went, started going down. Right, yeah, um, especially if you've been, yeah, if you've been on the criminal side before where it was kind of, yeah, a lot, yeah, more, a so, lot more popular and then you've, you've gone to where no one really likes the cops. Um, but the problem was... A small effect. The problem was when I was in the AU cop, um, so there was a rule um, back when I first started as a police officer, if there was... Less than five cops on duty, you couldn't role play any other characters. And if you did, you'd get in trouble for it. So um, so I would often have to be on cop because if I wasn't on cop, I would literally get in trouble for not being on my cop. Does that make oh, sense? Right. Like, Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was it was kind of to provide a balance to the server yep. for the people that were playing there. Yeah. And to give you an idea now, like there's 16. So the server is 160 slots now. I started when it was 32 slots. It's 160. 
Um, there's three cops on duty right now. I just had a look in the uh, dispatch. So out of 160 people on the server, only three police officers are on duty. So they, that rule's no longer in force. Like you don't have to be on your cop anymore. They changed that a while ago. But um, okay. in my in my big bulk of time of being a police officer, yeah, if there was less than five cops on duty, you had to be on your cop. So that kind of pigeonholed me to being on that character. And in the Australian time slot, there's a lot less um, prominent people around as well. So um, I, I say like, I regret it for my Twitch channel, but I don't regret it for the role play because role playing a cop is actually pretty fucking cool. Like it, what you do right, is actually, yeah. it's fine. And it, it leans into me. Like I made like this dumb ass, I made like this really stupid fucking cop that just goes along with everything. And it, it's actually really mentally taxing <laughs> that I actually have to like play a friggin' dumb ass. But I just had fun with it. It was like really papaga and mess around. And um, yeah, th this time around, like the the No Pixel 3.0 is out now, which came out about three weeks ago. And um, they want cops to be a little bit more serious now. So I haven't been playing him at all. I've been playing, I've, I've brought my Steve-O character back. I've been playing him a bit more. So um but streaming's been really tough in the last couple of weeks with just everything that's going on so yeah, um, but yeah so life and yeah. technical issues oh yes <laughs> it's just the the thing that's tough is um again once you find your niche like if anyone's to ever know my content like it was like people would say i oh, role playing because i've done it for so many hours but like i was partnered before i did role play i've played many of other games but a lot of the people that follow my channel would know me from streaming in NoPixel or my previous um, public server I was in. So if I ever tried to change things up or play different games and stuff, um, you know, it's going to affect your viewership no matter what you do. So yeah, yeah, I um, find that um, I find that with streaming variety, um, which I've been yeah. doing for quite a while now. It's like yeah, it's like, like you, you have you have your regular crew that show up, but like when you jump yeah. kind of from game to game, because I I don't, I don't always particularly feel like playing the the newer shinier games i'm mm -hmm. gonna play some small indies or whatever and just kind of bounce around to whatever i feel like um it affects the viewership quite heavily um, do you know do you know a game i would love to play full time if i like had the following for it would yeah. be escape from tarkov if i if there's one um, game yeah. i could yeah if i could if i could play a game stream it and make youtube content eft would be my would be my go-to. I mean, um, it, it, it's it's still not out of the realm of the possibility it's still there it's got oh, viewership or is it yes just an Yes and oh, no. I don't know. It's really tough. Like I, I see. I, I'm like in so many different minds. So when my so yeah. So that's how we're going. If we go like along the path. So then I, I, I did that AGN role play for about four or five months, and then got into No Pixel. Played my um criminal character. I actually ended up hooking up with um like a really big Australian streamer by the name of Whippy. Um, he plays Erwin Dundee in No Pixel. Um, I ended up hooking up with him like in the city and him and I like we built like this huge massive motorcycle club together and the role play stories we built together was just nuts like there was so much drama and like into club fights and we recruited heaps of people and I seriously I swear to god man that three and a half four months of that like criminal role play with him was like I think back to this day, just like how special it was. I know it sounds dumb and it's all no, made not up. Not at all, man. Not but at bro, all. Like, like, yeah, just like, all, all, all non-scripted. Like none of us fucking spoke about any of this. We all just like load in one day it. and yet yeah, one thing led to another. And um, yeah, yeah, it was really, it's really cool to be a part of. I think like, I mean, there is, there is a good place, I think for like scripted content, um, especially like with role play, um, which yeah. again, I don't have a huge experience here, but I've, I've seen a bit of it around. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, like organic stuff like that, there's just kind of, because it's bouncing back off other people. And if you have really good vibes of people and you gel really well, I think you can, like yep. you said, can create something like genuinely special. And because 
it's so impromptu anything can happen which makes it more interesting to watch as well because you're like where the fuck is this gonna go is it gonna go yeah so we would have um so when i was like in my peak of like role play full on right so in in role play and again i'd never had any role playing like i never played dungeons and dragons you know what i mean um you know i've never been into the role play scene all until i got into the grand theft auto side of things and um like I'm pretty quick on my feet. Like I, I'm, I can normally think of something witty to say on that time. But with the Steve O character I made, so he was the Steve O Strawberry. He was more of a like a self insert. So he was a comfortable character. I kind of just I role played me, but like probably like a little bit more assholey. I guess you could say like a little bit more okay. arrogant. Like I'm, I'm fairly confident and arrogant in real life. But in the role play, I played him as like more of a like a bit. But he was. He came really naturally to me, so I could play him for six to ten hours at a stage at a time, and not I, I wouldn't fatigue because yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't as taxing because it was so close to who you were as a person. Yeah, yeah, it was really really easy role play and like just adding. So my character Steve O and this Erwin guy, like Erwin was a fucking nutbag, and I was like the businessman and. I was the VP and he was the president and him and I, like I intentionally played that character to just like clash heads with him, which then yep. the drama just like poured from the top down. So it all happened organically. And like I said, it was really, really good. But um, I got caught up with the whole, worst thing you can ever do as a role play streamer is if you go watch someone else's stream after you finish, like there was a couple of times I'd like finish streaming and like I would raid Whippy or whatever. And man, some role play viewers, man, fuck dude. They say, they say some shit, dude. Like they say oh, some really hurtful things, man. Yeah. And again, oh, the big problem with role play, when you role play like a self-insert kind of person like I did, I took the shit personally. I shouldn't have. Would, yeah. I, like, but, that, that would be hard, especially like you said, it's, it's someone oh, close to you and you're like, they don't like that character, but because that's like oh, a, a self-insert, that would fucking, bro, ha- that would People me, hated my, like I had, I had a pretty decent following of people that just loved my character, but dude, like, because I played him as like the intentional offsider to that character, and he had a much bigger stream of like community than I did. Shit, man, like fuck. So yeah. because of that, I had a really good story with him. But at the same time, as well, um, when that story came to an end with one of like the big arcs we did, is when I got accepted into the police academy on my other character. So I naturally had to leave that story because, like I was saying, with the five cop minimum thing, I had to kind of be on my cop more. Um, so the people that were there initially to watch me on that character, Steve, oh, naturally they would drift away because they weren't there to watch the cop role play. And these are right. things I didn't know as a streamer. Cause I thought I genuinely thought people were there to watch the content because it was me streaming it. I was wrong. So this Turns is the thing within the character. Yeah. Yeah. This, see, this is the thing like, and it's, it, uh, these are like these layers of an onion of streaming that I, if you could go back in time, fuck, I would change so much stuff, but they're experiences that you've just got to go through yourself. But so if you're a destiny streamer, people will generally be there for destiny content. Like you said, you'll have your little core people that'll follow you no matter what game you play. But if you get 40 viewers playing destiny, then go try and say, play Diablo three, you're probably going to have gonna 10 viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna they're going to go watch yeah. another. Yeah. And so in role play, not only do you have the cop and criminal aspects, so you've got the role play, then you've got mm-hmm. the cop and criminal. Then you've also got another one, which is a civilian. So someone that doesn't do any crime at all. Okay. Then you've got, you might play three or four different characters where some person will love one of those characters more than the other. Um, and on top of all of that, because you're generally role playing without a webcam on. So role play is the first time I've ever streamed without a webcam, like not having my camera up at all. Um, mm-hmm. People really do fall in love with that character and that storyline. And um, they're, they're all the things I learned. So um, from swapping from my criminal character to my cop, um, do I regret the swap over from a Twitch perspective? Yes. 
Um, but the cop role play is phenomenal. And again, it's, yeah, it's way too much fun. It's a, it's a very, very tough whitelist to get into. Like you get whitelisted, you get a better priority than other people as well. So if there's no, like I could join no pixel right now and probably be like one in the queue because there's not many cops on duty. So I right, could get yeah. in any time I wanted to and um, get into role play. But dude, when you work a full-time job, that's pretty challenging. You got a partner, a couple of kids. We've got our own business now that we do on weekends. And then you add in 20 to 30 hours of role play on top. And when I role play it's my cop- much. Yeah, when I role play my uh, cop, I'm not I'm not role playing me. I'm literally acting like a fucking dickhead, and that's so tough, man. Like it's because I'm not a dumb person in real life. So playing this like <laughs> stupid person can be really really tiresome. So, um, yeah, but role play and no pixel, the community is just phenomenal, man. Like they've changed so many lives in that in that community alone of people that like were literally nobodies that now stream full-time because of role play so but then you've got like the other thing with role play dude you've got like time zones in the role play so you've got like the au the eu and the na so, so lots different of different kind of groups that are interacting oh, with each other different it's, if, it's I sounds... knew, if i knew Man, now you knew. all the info i know now <laughs> back when i first got into no pixel bro the things i would have done would have changed differently but that's again I didn't get into streaming for like the money side of things, you know what I mean? But if I yes. did ever want to do it, I would have stuck with my criminal character and yeah, things could be much different now. But um, yeah, so that all happened. And then I was like my cop character and stuff, which is good. And then the thing that fucked my streaming was um, my partner and I, we went up to Melbourne one day. Um, we chucked the washing on like we always do. We went up to Melbourne, went to like DFO, went to uh went to Costco and stuff, went shopping, had a fucking fantastic family day at like all four of us were out. Get home at 5 30 in the afternoon and there's water pouring out of our um house into the garage and our entire oh, house no. from back to front. So we've got a, a house that's just under 34 squares was yep. all covered in about I'd say about that much water above the flooring and carpet. So our house was fucked like i'm not oh, even joking no, like dude that is yeah so fucked. Is so that, this was, was just the was it just a fault with the washing machine the overflow or something yeah or? so in in the back of the washing machine there was a um like a so there's a water waste hose yep, and that yep. waste hose had split and got blocked and the water just kept shooting out of it and there was nothing stopping it so um it had been go it's funny we've got a french bulldog and we open up the door and my dog hanks just like covered in water having the fucking best time of his life and um you guys yeah, like this so, for me this is amazing yeah so he was having a blast but um that 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 fucked everything with streaming because um i was streaming pretty consistently then like i was streaming um playing basketball monday nights i was streaming tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday off sunday nights and i was streaming from so i work from 8 30 to 5 30 and i'd start streaming at six o'clock so half an hour after getting home and i'd stream through to like one two in the morning and that yeah. was like five days a week. So it was really full on. Um, but the entire house was fucked, man. Like they, we had like the people come out. They had to rip up all our flooring. Um, my partner and the two girls were put up in temp accommodation for almost four months whilst they fixed the house. Holy shit. How long ago um, was this? Um, so this is when this is when my stream started obviously going down massively because I just I had like 17 industrial fans in my house and I had two in my room here, and they were like I think they were like 110 decibels. Like they were loud. Um, so I couldn't stream like at all. Um, and this was in like, I'm thinking like maybe like March of last year. And everything didn't get fixed until like, it's like March, April, May, June, July. It was like August, September, October around there when the house got back to normal. It was like almost $100,000 worth of damage, man. Like we had to get Holy all new shit. carpeting. 
all new flooring, like all the skirting in the house had to get done. There was a whole bunch of work that had to get done, man. So yeah, yeah, like water um, damage is um water damage can be like it can do like, yeah ruin a house, yeah. So that happened, um, and because of that, I couldn't stream because my computer room was just in shambles. Like I had no carpeting. There was fucking shit everywhere, dude. The house was fucked. So obviously that that's nobody's fault. Just shit happens, you know yeah, what I mean? One but of those things, yeah. It's totally out of control. One of, yeah, one of those things just blew everything out because my partner, who's she works from home, she's amazing. She'd have dinner on the table ready for me when I got home. Now, when they weren't living here, I'd have to make my own dinner. And then by the time I'd sat down after a hard day's work and I've got these machines blaring, blaring in my ears and stuff, it was like, yeah, it was for it. No, I just was so tired, man. Um, yeah. So, anyway, so that happened. So, this is last year in about March, and that went on for like almost six months from start to finish of it getting done. Um, my boss at work as well, he left and he'd been my boss there for almost four and a half years. And he was like my mentor. Um, he taught me a lot. He like massive, massive, massive figure in my like professional life. Like I know a lot in my job and I could always go to him if I had a question, he'd have an answer to it. So with him for four and a bit years, he left and we got a new manager in at work. So there was like an adjustment period there. Um, and then obviously, um, the streaming, I, I kind of got back into it, but then I was a little bit just burnt out from role play and everything that was happening in life. So, um, I did like just a little bit of like variety. So I tried variety out for probably about, um, I'd say like six or seven months, man. So I dropped my streaming hours from like 25 to 35 hours a week down to about 10 to 15 a week. So yep. dropped my hours back tremendously. Um, I played some great games. I played like Detroit Become Human, which is fucking magnificent, man. If you've never played that one, I bro, do, do, I've got do to do it. it. It's on my list. Do I'm it getting through. And stream um, it. Do it and stream it and yeah. tell people not to backseat you because it, honestly, dude, it is one of the single best games I've actually ever played from uh, start. And shit, that shit will make you like sad, man. That was. I'm not going to ruin anything for you because it was great. But also did like um I did um a bunch of the Telltale games. So I did like The Walking Dead. I did Batman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the Batman um, one so, was great. I love that one. It was I like fantastic. Bat okay, so I'm a huge in the corner there from like there across. They're all jokers. Like I collect the Joker pops. Right, and I'm a yeah, huge okay. Batman fan. You can actually see Batman's there's Batman's up the corner just there. Yep. Um, yeah, 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 I can all see them, yeah. Um, I'm a huge Batman fan. So I was annoyed with the Batman Telltales because they just didn't go long enough. Um, right, so okay, yeah, that's fair. I did Telltales like Stardew Valley. Um, you know, I, I streamed a little bit of World of Warcraft when I was raiding in Classic Wear with that Diablo 3. Um, I streamed EFT for a couple of weeks there as well, and that was fucking terrible for viewership. I had a great time streaming it. but um, What's EFT? Escape from Tarkov. Oh, Tarkov, right, yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I um, dabbled in that for a couple of times. I, I dabbled in it once or twice. I'm like, ah, it's it's good. But there's like so much you need to get your head around. It's and I was literally like, I can't commit to it. I just I, unless you've got someone, aka called a Sherpa, so someone that plays the game and knows how to play it, knows where to go. Um, yeah. I had this guy by the name of Made in Oz, aka Boost, and I met him through another partner streamer, and he literally just held my hand for like the first experience of Tarkov. And without him, man, I would never have stuck with the game. Like I play the game mostly solo now, just in my spare time. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's like a fucking very thick onion, man. And it's got so many layers. And if it you don't, does, yeah. And it's really, really unforgiving. Like fuck, man, you can spend a lot of money and lose that shit by one headshot, dude. So I enjoy it. It's a really, really nice game. Um, I've made a bit of YouTube content and stuff on it as well. When I was dabbling in YouTube in the time I was having off from streaming and stuff as well, which those videos have actually done quite well. I just don't have the time to like balance everything. You know what I mean, man? It's so, oh, so 
I keep going off track, and I told you this no, would happen because no, I fucking I once I start I'm rambling. Totally I'm, I'm loving these stories, man. This is fucking fantastic. Dude, yeah. I love it. So it's great. If we go back on track to what we we're doing, so I went into the role play public server, got into No Pixel, did a criminal No Pixel for four months. Things were popping off, man. Like I was going, I'd fuck loads of subs, man. My chat was popping. I had heaps of viewers. Um, had this really awesome storyline. Then I became a cop, and I literally lost. Fuck, man. I went from like. I went from really, really good viewership, dude, down to like 50, 60 viewers, man. Like it was an absolute kick to the throat. It was really, oh, really shit. tough. That's rough. Um, and with that, then the gifted subs dropped off as well. And then I was kind of finding my feet on my cop character. Then all this shit happened with the house. And the thing with Twitch and streaming and social media and whatever is unless you're like a really big streamer and you have like a huge community, if you step away from the platform for however long, that's going to fuck your channel. So even though mm -hmm. I was really vocal about what was happening with the house and really apologetic and stuff, when I did made my, when I did make my return to streaming, um, yeah, the ship had already sailed, it man. So say, it's, yeah, it does look, it hurts because like, there's so many like just regular people that you kind of, um, I saw this meme on Twitter the other day and it had a face of someone saying, all right, good night chat. And then it had like a face of like a papabic thing and then like a sad thing and then a dot, dot, dot. And then five minutes later, oh, I really miss them. And it sounds really dumb. And I know you're a streamer and, but we're still human beings. You know what I mean? And yeah. when you get used to having all of these people, you know, you're creating content for and you learn so much about these people, man, you learn about their lives and if they've got partners and what kind of jobs they do. And you learn so much about these people that are just like words on a screen. And then when you go through so much personal, because so many people come to Twitch because they're like trying to fill that time and get that social connection right. And I feel like us as streamers, we offer that to them. Like, you know, we kind of become like kind of stupid therapists, I guess, like as a bit of an, yeah, you know what I mean? There's this weird, there's this weird parallel between um streamers and therapists. Like I've, I've yeah. seen, I've seen a lot of it where like people come in and like, well, not, not so much, but in other streams uh, where they've come in like, you know, oh, you know, I had a real bad day and they, they start telling you all these problems. You're like, I don't know how to yeah help dude you. I, it's, dude, it's so of... difficult because you're like i want to i want to help you and i want to be there for you but i don't know what to say that's gonna yeah. make this better for early you. early on in my streaming life i like would you know people would send me dms that like really needed fucking help man and i like would do my mm. best to chat with them and take the time out of my day to like you know um i don't do that like I, I don't obviously get as many of them anymore but i really have to step away from that shit because it just added pressure to not be what you are but yeah, if someone comes in they said they had a shit day and they come watch your channel for a few hours and it makes their day better you enjoy that and you get kind of like yeah. you know a bit of an inflated ego and stuff so but i had so much personal shit go on in the last like year and a half with like yeah with the house being fucked with so many changes happening at work um my partner and i we started a um my partner did on she jokes about this because i always say it's her business because it's definitely hers but it's it is ours in a sense because we you're both do you're, it. You're, you're helping <laughs> yeah so as i saying you know you said before how you're a chef so my mum's a chef by trade but she um when she had my three younger brothers um she ended up pulling so she picked up 17 liters of um soup at work and she pulled yeah. three discs in the top part of her neck oh, so she she yeah, was yeah. off um she was off chefing and then in the meantime she started like doing baked goods and stuff and now she's actually got a food van where she sells like um like a big massive food van where she sells food at like farmers markets and stuff. So yeah, cool. I've got a, I've got a mate that does that. Um, or used to do that for yep. a little while. Yeah. So I'm not food a chef by trade by any means, but I could run that food van. Like I can make sangers and chips and all that. Cause I've done it with mum for like almost a decade. So my yeah, partner I... said she wanted, yeah. 
She it's wanted very, to it's do very st- basic food. Yeah, it's like, basic it's food. Very basic and simple, easy to do because that's what people like, but right? I thought fuck, it's uh, yeah. hard work, bro. It's hard work, man. <laughs> when you, I sit on my ass eight hours a day, man. So standing on your feet for like six and cooking is like tough work, dude. So yeah, we started a slushy business. Then COVID hit, man. So yeah. it literally has just been like two years of absolute fucking shit. So, so the house, so the streaming obviously took a bit of a turn, which again was a decision I made. Got to live with it. Shit happens, whatever. Um, I can still role play now and still get okay viewership and the, those same community people come back. So I can always get like that bit of an uplift whenever I want to do it, um, which is great. I'm very thankful for that. Um, so the house was fucked. That was like six months. And then um, COVID hit obviously at the end, which meant I was going to the gym every day during my lunch breaks. So I put on just during COVID alone, I put on over 17 kilos because I was sitting down at work wow. all day and then coming home and sitting down. And I was going to the gym every lunch break and riding a bike and using a skip rope and I was in pretty good shape. Um, so COVID hit and because in my job, I'm classified as an essential worker, um, I've been stuck at work wearing masks, social distancing. And on top of all of that, man, you would think like in a global pandemic, um, you know, finances and stuff would slow down. It's had no, the complete no, no, opposite no, no. effect. I have never been as busy in my job as I am now in my whole 10 years in finance. I've been like, I'm literally like not even able to have like full hour lunch breaks. So I've just got to like get my work done and it's just constantly throwing on top. So COVID hit, which obviously I think everyone went through that COVID bullshit. You would have as well as a chef. Yeah, I, we, I can only um, guess. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad for us up here in Queensland. I think I was only out for like, uh, two and a half, three months, which was I fucking hate you. We had two hundred and twenty. You went through that, I, bro. I, we I had two hundred. Like, so we had a massive outbreak in Victoria in Melbourne, and Melbourne's like 64, 65 k's away from where I live. I'm in yeah. Geelong. We didn't have a single case in Geelong, man, and we had stage four lockdowns, which means you can't go any further than five k's from your house. Masks everywhere you go, sanitizing like a champion, um, social distancing, and it was just constant. And we were locked down for like almost 250 days. I think we were in Victoria, we were locked down. And then, and this even gets better, man. So we just bought a business, or not bought a business, we start, so we just spent all this money on slushy machines. We've got a trailer built. We like in- invested all of this money into this business. We're going to get started. Bang, COVID hits. No. So there goes all of the markets and stuff. So literally, we just have all of this like capital sitting there, not earning any income at all. We finally have had about five weeks, dude, of like markets and stuff. And we the weekend, um, not weekend, just gone the weekend before that, we had like party highs and a big market plan for that weekend. And Friday at fucking midnight, we went into a five-day snap lockdown stage four again because there was like this small outbreak Shit. in Melbourne. Again, dude, in fucking Melbourne, bro. Fucking like it wasn't Melbourne. even Geelong. It was <laughs> Melbourne. So yeah, it's been just tough, man. Like with COVID and again, I can't even stress this enough. Like I've worked my job for 10 years and I'm just so under the pump at work. And there's only, there's only nine to five in the day and it's just so fucking flat out dude and by the time i get home and like go to the gym at night time or just do whatever i just sit down and just like we'll play a video game and watch anime just to like unwind man i i used to stay up to two three in the morning dude i get to bed at like 11 o'clock i still now, do I'm at fucked. the moment but i mean i have i have a slightly different schedule to you but like because i don't start till 10 right so i work 12 mm. hour straight shift so i start at 10 i finish at 10 at night um yep. get like a half hour break if i'm lucky um yeah hour commute each way i'm getting home at 11 o'clock so are you travel an hour to work dude uh 45 bro i'm three kilometers i'm three k's from my (laughs) job so i drop out of bed at like fucking 
20 past eight, man, to get to work at like quarter <laughs> to nine. But like, I I, jealous. If, if I didn't live that close to work, man, I would never have been able to um do like my, yeah, so Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 5.30, get home, smashed in a stream, six to one, two in the morning. So, but once yeah. I got into that routine, um, I was okay, but there was a lot of things that obviously um, took a hit. And then with the markets and COVID and the house fucking up and yeah, I've just kind of had just like this avalanche of shit happen. And, and right now, and then I was explaining to you just before we went on the podcast with my computer. So when NoPixel 3.0 dropped about two and a half weeks ago, I got back into the routine. I ended up streaming like 28 hours that week, I think it was. Yeah. And stream was blowing up, man. Um, my Steve-O Strawberry character was doing great. Um, I ended up hooking up with a bunch of other guys, the Aussie streamers like Jack Hutto and stuff and um, a few other guys in the city. Like, you know, in that first week, I became like a mechanic. I got a mechanic job. I became a stripper at a strip club, you know, was hunting, was meeting all of these awesome people. And then that Sunday night, man, my middle monitor died two hours into my stream. Um, then I had to get the other monitor and hook that up and had nothing but OBS issues. And then when I got my middle monitor, the middle monitor was having issues as well with drivers and stuff. So I've just had like one thing after another, dude, that's just stopped me from like constantly, actually being able to- Constantly beating you down. I've, yeah, I've noticed, dude, it's been, I've noticed a bit of a trend so with tough. that actually lately. Um, like people that are having very, very similar experiences to yours, with like especially with, with COVID and like the last year being the way it has been. Um, I've seen a lot of people dropping off the streaming. Um, not so much like full time, but like like because they'd had that time off, they'd had that time to reflect and go, well, is this worth kind of what I'm putting into it versus the stress yeah, it's that's giving a- me. Dude, I could justify my 25 to 30 hours a week when I had like a really good sub income and sponsorships come out of my ass. And I could justify that to like, you know, my partner and say, look, this is doing really well. But do you know what's really funny, man? Like the money I earn, like would earn from streaming in like a month, we can do that in like two markets with our current business. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And that's like, like the, the, so the like the- It's not worth the output if you're going to like yeah, get into it. But I it, never- like- I can't stress this enough. I never even ever got into the streaming for the money. And I actually ended up doing stuff to get money. So like I, people used to donate 20 bucks and I'd get up and do like a dance. So they would choose like a Just Dance song. I'd get up and dance and sweat and they'd fucking kill me and they thought it was hilarious. So I also, also used to have a spin wheel. So when you sub to the channel, I'd do a spin wheel and I had like mystery prizes on there as well. And those mystery prizes were actually costing us more to purchase and in postage than what I was getting from the sub. Yeah, so I used to do all these like really cool things. I used to have sub goals and donation goals on my stream. And I like kind of woke up one day and just went, why am I doing this? Like, I don't even use this money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not doing this for the income side of things. So I took like, if you, if you look at my overlays now, oh, hello. Mrs. brought a coffee in for me. Thank you. Oh, what a champion. That's how good she is. Um, Yeah, so I, um, so I took all that off. I used to have sub, I used to have like sub count, like, you know, weekly sub count. I used to have um, like, you know, a weekly donation thing. And um, if I hit the sub count, I'd get up and do a dance and stuff as kind of like a, you know, a thing. But I, I woke up one day, I've got like nothing on my overlays anymore now. Like you might have like a camera, like outlay for my, for my stream, but, and like, I'll have a, a custom alert that'll come up when people sub, but I, I, I got rid of all of that shit. Um, kind all of streamlined it. it right down. Um, I just, I just, I, I, I felt like such a sellout, bro. I, I know this sounds really bad, and I know people stream to make money, and you know all the power to them that want to sell out and stuff. But do you know what I miss, dude? I, I miss going live, and I would like go out, have a cigarette or whatever, come back, and there's like 
50 people in my chat talking to each other before I'd even turn my camera on, dude. Yeah. And nowadays, I'll, I'll push my go live button now, dude, and then go out, do whatever, grab a drink, have a piss, whatever, and then sit down. And there's like four people talking. You know what I mean? I, I, I would trade all of that again to just have like the people there again that's the i miss I, yeah, you don't realize how much you miss, miss that you connection miss interaction yeah it's um, yeah sucks dude it, it but hey that's hard yeah that's it that's the way it goes like i mean again uh with with, with streaming it's like especially with everything with life going on it is hard to keep on top of all that shit as well as yep. your normal every day to day, which is fuck it, just it's full on. Like we're thinking about a mustache drinking a coffee, by the way. Just now. oh yeah, they're <laughs> gonna grow a mustache. Look, look uh, at this. I, so need, if I, I need if I to know it, how the fuck you did that because this this fucking looks like I've been sprayed with adhesive and rolled in fucking pubic hairs, taking me years to get to this stage. Wait, are, f- are you wanting to jump onto the mustache reason? Eh? So uh, I'm not sure, but you know, just some slightly better facial hair would be nice. <laughs> so give it give us some tips because I'm, I'm i'm just I'm, i haven't stopped looking at it the entire time i'm just no nah, everyone i don't even i've had it for so long now that i don't like i have kids that will like i'll like walk past someone outside and they'll like walk past and you would see them go like they just and i i just don't i'm like what the fuck are they looking at and i don't realize that they're probably looking at my mustache so um so i used to have a beard before i had my mustache and i've got really really bad skin so whenever yeah. i grow a beard out so I've, this is about three days growth at the moment now um i get a lot of like ingrown hairs around the baseline of my jaw here and then when i grow a beard no matter what oils how much i shampoo how much i exfoliate no matter what I used to get like really really bad like acne and red sores around my mouth here oh, really right so what i did when I shaved my beard off, I shaved it off and just left like just a little mustache. And I did it specifically to piss the missus off. I just did it because she fucking, <laughs> she's like, get rid of it. You look like a dickhead, blah, 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 blah. Oh, anyway, that's perfect. That's, that's perfect yeah. fucking motivation right there. And because I'm like such a stubborn asshole, I kept the mustache and I've just had it ever since. So, right. um, and then when COVID hit again, I, I used to have it waxed all the time. Like I've got no wax in it now at all. Um, I used to have it waxed up and like everything at work because it was part of my routine every day. And then yep. 12 months of COVID, I've had had like a mask on and stuff at work. So I couldn't actually have it waxed at all. So I didn't have to trim it or anything, but now it's just there. And I don't know if I could get rid of it, to be honest. It's kind of part of me now. It's a bit weird. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like it's yeah, just... It's- it's uh, especially with like become such an iconic part of like what you look like. It's um getting yeah. rid of that would just like feel like you're losing just a little little fucking part of yourself the thing that annoyed me though and again double-edged sword to having a mustache the amount of people to come in and say extrema has a better mustache and you're like i don't care like i'm oh, not here no. to compete <laughs> i'm not here to compete about someone that's got a better mustache i mean my god i don't really care that much so um, i just like my mustache damn it yeah i mean they are cool um i tell you what when i used to have like a really good healthy looking beard like even if i had sores and stuff you wouldn't see them because my beard would cover it but it just yeah it just hurts so much man like around my mouth and stuff um it's just because i've got bad skin like i've always had really really bad skin um but when i had like a really nice beard and it was like you know groomed and everything no one ever said shit dude i i grew a mustache and the amount of conversation starters i've had just from having a mustache is just unreal like people just because it is such like massages by themselves are such a bold choice and they are like you can have a nice beard and people go oh that's a nice beard but because massages are so they're, they're so different. different yeah and yeah it, um like and they can be so unique like you can have like the whole the whole dick dastardly thing going on yep. you can just have a really nice thick kind of mustache that's well groomed i kind of like and it there's like nothing this, else on your face so it doesn't it doesn't blend 
into anything so it's yep. more prominent and i think that's what people notice about it more well i like i like my mustache as it is now where it's not got like it's got no product in it so it's just that's like what Naturally it looks hanging. like normally yeah yeah but it, i like it like this but then when i try and like eat food or have a drink it ends up with my fucking mouth man it's so frustrating <laughs> but um it's gone to the stage now where i've trained it well enough that it does actually just naturally kind of go out now so when i first started growing it it just grew straight down like this and right. it's just through through constant like doing this all the time and having wax in it and also combing it it just naturally has gone out the way that it has now and again now i've had it for around your mouth a little better yeah yeah, I've, I, again, I don't, I don't even notice it's there anymore until someone really points it out because I've just had it for such a long time now that I don't know what it would be like to not have it. So, um, and obviously that became a thing in my channel too. Like my custom alerts are a mustache. Um, you know, people obviously know me. Like I had someone draw, like you know, I've got that drawing there of me there. Someone drew it with a mustache. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it does. It does become like you said a um a prominent part of your face. So, um. Yeah, so that that's really what happened. I had a beard, shaved it off, and left like this real, like real, just like pedo looking, like really just bad looking <laughs> just mustache, real like seedy, yeah, yeah. Because my face looks so weird without any facial hair, so I just left like it doesn't take long. Like I said, there's only a couple of days without shaving, and I've already started to get like a bit of a um, you know, a bit of stubble back there. So it doesn't. But when I freshly shave, I just left like a little mustache there. Um, the missus cracked the shits about it and I just went, okay, cool. You don't like that? Okay. Well, this is what it looks like now. So <laughs> this is enjoy. permanent now. Get used to it. Yeah. You're not getting, not getting rid of it now. So, um, yeah, and it's just has become part of it now. So, um, but yeah, it's just funny how things kind of work out that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's always, it's always, it's always fun doing someone, someone, something to spite somebody. So, mm. um, half the reason I continued on with chefing, I was, I was an apprentice and I had another apprentice who'd worked in a fine dining restaurant. Oh, me, one of those people, hey? Yeah, one of those people. It wasn't yeah. even that good. And I talked to chefs that worked with her and they had her cut herbs all day because that's all she could do, barely. Probably did that Probably did that wrong as well, dude. Like, Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> but she's like, big rat, you'll never be anything. I've worked in fine dining. You, you'd be nothing but a pub chef, blah, 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 blah. And that, and that hey, what the hell's wrong with a pub chef, dude? Exactly. Pub and that single thing has, is what dr has driven me now to like, keep going and keep improving myself because i like i'm like, like i mean it's not so much that now but like it was the initial drive that kind of kicked off yeah how i got into that and um Dude, i ended up what... going and working in some fine dining places and i fucking loved it man it was great hell yes yeah, it's funny like when people shit on you like it kind of does drive you a little bit to um like I, I remember, remember I told you about like about two or three months into my streaming, I had like a bit of drama with other streamers and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, the worst thing I can ever tell, the, the best advice I can give anybody as like a new streamer is like, just do your own thing. Um, if you make friends with other streamers, that's cool. Like completely up to you, but just keep your own brand to yourself, do your own shit and try not to like either get people leeching onto you or get... um. You know, don't don't get caught up in like DM conversations and stuff on like Discord and stuff because that shit can fucking come back and blow up in your face real fast. Yeah, so, yeah. But I think um, um, I've I've always had a policy, um, just as just as as I am as a person, that um, like anything that I'm saying in DMs, like the only reason I'm doing it is because it's something like 
organizing the podcast and like keeping my guests on the download so yeah. I can like work that out. And, I've got and, 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 and things that people are uncomfortable talking about, like if they're having a hard time, or whatever. But anything I say, yep. like I always keep public because I feel like I'd like that's who I am. Like anyone can read it and that's that's me. I'm not gonna be a totally different person in a DM or yep. be stabbing someone on the back. You know, I just I am who I am and it's you'll find out that way yeah you'll find in the streaming world this um that can so this goes back to what i was saying before about the role play world so not only do you have like all these aspects in role play with whether you role play a cop or role play a criminal or a civ that's a choice you make whatever like a lawyer or a judge or whatever kind of role play you want to do like the best thing with role play is you can do whatever you want okay yeah. um you're not you're not limited you want to be a serial killer cool that's what you can be you want to fucking make burgers for everyone then you can create a story from that that's fine so you've got that layer, then you've got the time zone layer, and then you've got the layer of, um, you know, what kind of role play? Are you a street racer? Are you like a delivery driver? Are you a, you know, do you rob jewelry stores? Is that kind of role play? And on top of all of that as well, then you've got the viewership. So the viewers that watch role play, um, you know, people will like or dislike the kind of role play you do. Um, there's a big Reddit as well where you just have to say one thing to the wrong person, the wrong time. They clip it, they chuck it up on the Reddit, and people just shit on your character from it. So. You know, I mean, there's all these extra things that you don't know about. And, um, but like, it's really easy as a human being to get like stuck onto like the negative of everything. And I felt just with so much stuff that's happened in my life specifically, I used to be like the most positively reinforced streamer, man. Like when shit was going well, you know what I mean? Oh, fuck, you know, the sun's shining today. The water tastes better today. I was that, you know, I would tweet that. I was all about the positivity and, um, people kind of vibe with that. But then when you start actually sharing, you know, if you're going through hardship and stuff, you you quickly learn who are your friends and who aren't. Like yeah. um, I've got probably like less than a handful of people that I've got one guy. There's one person who I have got a really good relationship with um, from Twitch. We met on Twitch. We've caught up out of Twitch before. We text probably like every day or second day. We're like actual fucking, we're like the same dude. It's actually scary how much like we think alike. Um, we would probably kill each other if we hung out with each other too much in real life. We're that similar. <laughs> um, but that's one guy I know I can go to and he'll give me like an honest opinion. Um, yeah. you know, if I'm having a shit day, he'll always be like, oh, let me give you a phone call and have a chat with you. Um, if he's going through shit, same kind of thing. We've bounced ideas off of each other. Like he's just that one person that, you know, and that's after three years of streaming, dude. Like I've, I don't know I could ever say that about anyone else. Like I know there's plenty of people I probably could, um, reach out to from viewers and stuff but i've been fucked over by so many people dude like people that are mods um i had one mod um he was married kids like cheat on them with another person from my community and like cause oh, drama no. there and dude i i fuck man i could spend like seven hours with the amount of shit that i've like had to put up within the streaming community it's, it's crazy man like people on the internet are a uh they're a different breed of people, my friend. Yeah, um, I think I think I think a lot of that has to do with um, anonymity, like because no one knows who you are. You can be whoever the fuck you want. Yeah. And, like, there's no there's no ramifications for that because all you have to do is just fucking disappear. Just delete the shit, and you're dumb. Just delete the shit. So that's and go it. On, yeah. It's funny you say that. Hey, you can just um, just delete stuff and disappear. So the the last like I'm normally pretty active and will chat in my discord and i'll normally try and put a tweet out a day or you know what i mean but i've the last like two weeks dude i've been so like when you sent me a message saying hey do you want to do the podcast i was so thankful that i could just do something other than streaming just to like keep my mind off of all the other shit that's going on because yeah. i've just been off it man like i haven't really even been looking at twitter and i used to look at twitter every day like part of my routine 
um, tweet every time I go live. I talk in my Discord. Um, you know what I mean? I was so, and the last two weeks, man, I've just not done any of that. And it's kind of been like really refreshing in a sense. I know it sounds really weird. No, um, but no, just, not at all. Um, yeah, I've just, I've, I've, I've stepped away from a lot of that stuff, man. Like I just, I've, I've, I've literally got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. I've got 12 DMs from people and I know who they are and I just haven't replied to any of them because like they're all really nice DMs. Like, hey dude, hope you're doing well. Can't wait for you to come back to streaming, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't want to just deal with any of that shit right now. You know what I mean? I know it sounds really selfish, but I think you just need to be sometimes. Like, no, and the other reason why I've got Twitter be, yeah. open is because I was talking to you. So, <laughs> otherwise, that wouldn't even, I wouldn't have even seen that. Like, I just sent you a message saying, "Hey, we actually still doing this tonight." So, yeah, um, um yeah, I'm just, I've had to do it. Time. Like the last two weeks with work and stuff, man, I just had to like just fucking space it a little bit and just not have to worry about additional shit on top, which is selfish. But hey. Fucking everyone's selfish, yeah? That's it. That's it. Like, I mean, you need to take that time for yourself, not only for... Just mostly for your mental health, right? Because if you don't look after that, everything else is going to go to shit eventually anyway. If you keep pushing yourself and you're constantly Mm. there and you don't take those breaks, it's going to fuck you over in the long term. And it'll be when you least need it. So it's better to do it all in moderation and go from there, you know? My first like year and a half of streaming when I, so I got affiliated back in 2017, like after like 50 days, man. Like it took me ages to get affiliate because like I said to you, I didn't know anyone, didn't have any friends, didn't have anyone hosting me. I had like these four people in my channel and they came in every night. And this one person said in my channel, when you become big streamer, Steve, you'll never see me again. And sure enough, when I got to like 50 viewers, I've never seen that person ever again. Oh, like, they've just <laughs> really yeah. stuck to it. Hey, but they told me, dude, they, when I had like four <laughs> viewers, um, yeah, they were like, because some people like they really like that, um, like that tight knittedness. Yeah, where yeah, I, I, I tend they to can... be very quiet in, in larger streams as well myself. Like, I don't hang out in too many, and mm-hmm. no more, for the most part, they're normally ones I kind of lurk in, um, like with the with yeah. the larger streamers, um, and then like people that are like kind of around the the fifty sixty mark. I'll try to chat. The smaller they are, the more I find myself chatting. Um, yeah. mostly because I, I feel like I'm because I'm I'm a very slow typer as well. Um so Oh really? Yeah, I'm are very you, slow. Are you like digit typer are you? Uh, almost. Almost. That's so not, funny. not quite not quite the slow. I, I most of the time I'm on my phone because I'm faster with my thumbs. Um I bet you are. Faster oh, with your yeah. thumbs. Good. Note that down, guys. He's faster Ladies. with his thumbs. Uh- <laughs> But um, so I, I feel like by the time I get a chat message out and I haven't made a million spelling errors, I've missed the conversation because things are moving so quickly. That is, that is so like I'm the one thing I like fucking thank gaming for is I'm I'm a fucking demon on the keyboard, dude. I can type like a fucking champion. Like I, yeah, I only and, started um, I only started keyboard and mouse like like full time like maybe like six months ago. So Where up you until got lots that to point, learn, I've been, been a controller. I've been always like comfortable with the controller and using that. So I'm only just yeah. starting to pick up those skills now. Hey man, dude, yeah. they're good. They're good skills to have. Like I, in my job, I do daily now. Um, typing obviously is a really big part of it. So I'm so thankful for it, man. Because there's people in the company I work for that are say 5, 10, 15 years older than I am and they are fucking slow typers, dude. So I save so much time because I'm just so fast at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um it's a good skill to have that's like i said one thing i've got to thank gaming for is um being able to actually type on a keyboard really quickly i'm I'm thankful for that so um 
but yeah, dude, just the the streaming side of things. It's uh, it's been it's been a journey of many many ups and many many downs and many many experiences that you just don't. Uh, there's so many things that I've done in the streaming life that I just I never thought I'd ever do the stuff that I've done. It's so surreal to think like when you're playing a game like role playing and there's so many people there watching you role play and enjoying it. It's just such a it's so weird. And trying to explain that to people in the real world is fucking tough too, man. Like trying yeah, to explain that. Yeah. Like streaming having really to kind of coming into a main spotlight over the last couple of years realistically. Uh, yeah, even still, you, it's still having trouble breaking out and, and gaming in general. Um, I so guarantee if you walk down the street, it. you're from Queensland, did you say? Yeah. Walk down the street, ask 10 people if they know what Twitch are. I guarantee all 10 people won't know what it is. That's oh, yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, they'll go, oh, is that kind of like YouTube? And you're like, mm, yes and no. Yeah, like, that's no, how yeah. I explain to people. people. I say like, you know, oh, um, I stream role play on Twitch and they go, what's that? I'm like, oh, I think of YouTube, but like right now. And people are like, oh, what would they, why would they be into that? It's like, because they can interact with you in real time. Like people really enjoy that kind of content. So um, but yeah, finding your niche, finding a game that you enjoy. And as bad as it sounds, if you're like a growing streamer, you kind of need to find that game that you can play re like repetitiously enough to actually build a community out of because God breaking out as like a variety streamer, unless you're like already like a public personality or you're getting boosted by like another bit. That's another thing people aren't aware of either is um, there's a lot of streamers that will start streaming and they're just connected with the right people and they just get boosted yeah, into just, the spotlight. It's just right, so, right time, right place, having the, the right friends. The right and people. It's not through any, any through any through any malicious intent for the for the most part anyway um most of it's um because of this you know what i mean to make money yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because yeah. there is so much money in content creation man like i never really broke that um that ceiling of uh making big money on there but dude i've seen a lot of the behind the scenes stuff in like sponsorships and how much people are getting paid to do the stuff that they're doing it would it literally is mind-blowing how much money some people do make on the platform it's just fucking it's it's just surreal like it's literally surreal man like i i don't even have words for the you know what i mean like i'm talking like your big people too that are getting paid like you know 150 200k usd a month like we wouldn't even see that in like four or five years of working you know what i mean oh, like God, it's just though, yeah and like just to think that like that grand scheme of money like hell yeah you definitely would stream 25 35 hours a week so finding that balance like if you're an older person like you and i we're in our 30s you know got a partner got kids and stuff trying to find that balance of um streaming streaming consistently to a schedule as well as working and sleeping and getting all those things in between it's unless you're like really really fucking psychotic like i was for a little while there um the only break i was having in like that first year and a half of streaming was um we would go on overseas holidays for like two I weeks just, at a time yeah just take that was, time off and yeah. that was the only break i got from streaming or and every time i went on a holiday dude i like shit bricks and i'd come back to like no viewers it was yeah that that, that, that fear has got to be something that's going to be a fucking monster to deal with especially when you're trying to like chill the fuck out and have a good time yeah it's just oh dude, like i yeah i got into twitch as a good time and I, I like it's definitely a very hobby based thing for me that i enjoy doing now but there was a period there man like if i had a bad streaming night it would fuck me dude like i'd be so mentally just down from it um like now when i stream so since i got back into it that one week i did stream on no pixel for an entire week I haven't looked at any of my stats for that, man. Like I haven't looked at, I, I don't have my viewer count up when I'm streaming, so I can't see how many viewers I've got, but yep. I can generally tell by like the, the chat interaction, how a stream is going. 
Um, and there was a couple of streams there where the chat was popping the whole time and had a good time. And there was a couple of streams there where the chat was pretty slow throughout the night. And I just felt instantly like a fucking dick at the end of the stream. Like, oh, was that boring? Um, you know, did people not enjoy that? What was wrong with that? Con you know what I mean? Going down that analytical path, which is just yeah, a, like, what, where, where, why weren't people talking? You know, what, what's going on? Yeah, what know? was I yeah. doing wrong? Um, you know, was it just not fun to watch? And yeah, just so they, there's all these things that you just you don't get, you just learn on the go as a streamer. Um, and again, I, it's, it comes across as like really negative, but I think it's probably, it's not negative. It's just a lot of people don't know about this kind of stuff from streaming. They yeah, think it's, it's all it's just, just like- realistic. It's it's just yeah. a realist, like, that's, that's what it is. Like it's nothing else. It's not trying to put a bad spin on it or deter people from it. It's just how it is. Like it's- Do you know what's, do you know what's really scary though? Is uh, like, think about someone that does live with their parents. They're like a professional gamer of some sorts in say Fortnite, right? They- they go to school, they finish school, they're 18 <clears throat> and they stream full time for two, three years on Twitch and they do really well. What happens at like the age of, and this is just the way my head works. Like what happens at the age of like 25 or 30 when then they've got a partner and kids and their only life skill is playing a video game on Twitch. Yeah. That's, that's always been something, um, I'm interested to see how it turns out because obviously we're not seeing a lot of it now, but I think in the coming years, like in the next four to five years, we're going to see a lot of that where people are coming out of like, you know, all right, it's time for me to put down. So some of them will move into, I'm assuming television and other entertainment through that way and mm -hmm. bridge out there. Cause they have those skills of performance and um, community building and all that kind of stuff. So that is handy, but yeah, they, like, if they've been doing this their entire time, you know, out of the parents' basement for, since they're like, 17 18 right the way through yeah well, i mean even if they like life work skills so i think the ones that were the ones that are lucky enough to actually obviously move out from their parents or even because like take summit for for example i'm pretty sure summit's family live with him like i'm oh, certain really? he's like i think so i could be wrong but i'm fairly you probably find a lot of it's really common like if you're a big big streamer especially in america you live in like a streamer house with like six or seven other streamers that's like a yeah. really um, which I think is a good thing as a content creator because then when you finish streaming, you flick your camera off and you walk out of your room and you see people. Um, that's really important because you need those like life skills because when you're sitting in front of a camera for, you know, and you're not getting like that human interaction, um, you know, that's a massive life skill that people need to have. So, you know, that's what I, I think that's kind of, if you're one of the unlucky ones that, you know, you might be doing well enough right now you know, streaming to maybe 100, 200 viewers and doing pretty good on the platform, but, you know, not well enough that you can kind of move out and support yourself kind of thing. Yeah. When you get to like 24, 25 and you haven't really, um, you know, studied or worked any part-time job and stuff, it's like, what do you kind of... I, I know I from really my do, perspective, right? yeah, like if, I, if I'm hiring someone from work and someone come to me and they've got no job experience at all, I'm going to go for that kid that's been working at Macca's for six years. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's scary, oh, man. This is my first job and I have no formal training. This guy's worked in three other jobs, had nothing to do with it, but you're obviously going to go with the person with the person that's had experience in a workplace because you know, it, they know how it's structured and all that kind of stuff. Um, it'd be the same thing as me trying to do a different job that wasn't chefing. Right. So you, you know, like say I went into into finance, right? I, I, a lot of my Imagine skills. Imagine if you that went I and have, did um, 
administration with lots of oh, typing. God. Oh God! <laughs> See, exactly right. Could you imagine? Like, yeah. that, I'd, I'd be, I'd be terrible. I'd be terrible. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to get a job because I have no experience without going out, getting some training, and like teaching myself what I need to do and how, like, how that industry works. I'd have no idea. Um, That's a. It's a which scary is why thought. I'm now with, a chef um... forever, and I'm never doing anything else <laughs> ever again, dude. You, you say that, Doobie. You could like open up your own cafe. You're as a chef, dude. You've got a trade that yeah. you can, you know, you could do so much. Like it, I, it's I've, moldable, I've seen, which is fine. I've seen but, what my mum has done from being a chef to what she does now, and how successful she's been through her own business. Like it, just because you're a chef working from someone else doesn't mean that's got to be the end. You know what I mean? There's so much you can do, dude. Look how many successful yeah, chefs I mean, there are in the world. That's it. At the moment, I'm looking because of the position I'm in now. I kind of given up my career for a little bit because it was just I was working in this, living in a small town in New South Wales. I kind of hit the ceiling there. There was nowhere to go. The pay wasn't better. Wasn't learning anything. So I just got bored and complacent and just kind of stopped. As so mm-hmm. I go to work and do the thing. Um, and then I we decided to move up to Brisbane and I started looking at jobs up here. And I found like like this this whole like corporate side to to yep. the industry which I'd, I'd never really really known about and so i was like that's that's something interesting like i i, I, I always love watching how businesses work and how especially yep. like through gaming watching like how gaming companies are doing their promotions and how they're running their operations is always kind of interesting to me so i've always kind of watched it happen and like learning through that once you find um, your passion in whatever you're trying to do, yeah. you should be fine. So yeah, I, I think it. that's the thing too, though. Like um, a lot of people um, that haven't worked full time for a long time or had like a job, the same job for a long time, there's going to get a stage where it does get a bit boring or it gets a bit, you know, monotonous. And you yeah. do get a bit complacent. You kind of do, you, you kind of take that job for granted because there's probably someone out there that wishes they had that job. But um, exactly, yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta c- kind of find that. Pa- like I'm like that with my job at the moment now. Like I've been in my job with my company for 10 years and i'm kind of starting to get now that my streaming isn't my focus anymore i'm starting to really like want to do something different um but then at the same time i've got to kind of replace that with something that doesn't you know affect the household income too much because you know we're used to living on a certain income with the bills and the kids at school and everything that i don't want to go take like a a 30k a year pay cut to go try something new where it's going to you know adjust our lifestyle so much so yeah there's so many things you have to factor into but um yeah, it's it's, 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 it's one it's of the calculated risks. Like you need to look at it and go, like, is it is like long term? Is this going to be worth it? Like if it's like, all right, I'm going to take a pay cut for like a couple of years, but after that, I am definitely going to be bumping up. I'll be doing something new. I'll be earning even or more than what I was previously. That's yep. kind of an acceptable risk, um, providing you know you can support yourself through that. How people are talking some, about some risk backing. analysis and oh, stuff no, in a podcast? This, this like, is, this, this, my this God, is it's what I do every day. What are you doing to me, mate? You're killing me. <laughs> This is what I love about this cast. No word of a lie. Like I've only recently started doing just one-on-one guest conversations. Um, before this, we were doing a lot of news coverage and stuff. Um, I had another guy that was podcasting with me. He's been away for quite a while, so I've, I've we've left the podcast for a while. I said, "No, I need to pick this back up and get back into it." And I've yep. been doing this. I've been doing these um, kind of just one-on-one conversations, getting people on, and it's really interesting seeing the 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 person behind, like getting to know the person behind the the creator yeah what they do and what makes them tick and i've been really fucking enjoying it not gonna lie i used to work a little bit in radio when i was younger um just for my own show and i've done a few interviews and it was it was weird and awkward because i didn't know what i was doing but i i've I've really i've really like 
taken a hold of there's just so much like like i didn't even know you worked in finance until now so now most like, people you hear some you know what's, good, great stories about people like it's so it's good. so funny you say that so the amount of people back when i was streaming like five six days a week dude like an absolute animal like 35 40 hours a week some weeks yeah. um people were so blown away to hear that i actually had a full-time job outside of stream like they thought i did this full exactly time. yeah and i'm like no nah, no nah, dude i've got like a full-time job and they're like oh why don't you just quit that job and do this full-time it's like mate if you know how much money i earn doing that versus how much money i earn doing this but it's funny viewers yeah the the viewers and stuff um especially if they're younger so i'm really lucky i've got a fairly mature audience in my like in my community i don't really have a lot of young people because when I used to play a lot of Fortnite, I had a fairly, I had like a, a little core of people that were kind of like younger, um, but they didn't last very long once I got rid of the Fortnite side of things. But through like yeah. games like Borderlands, Dead by Daylight, Stardew Valley, um, Roleplay specifically, Roleplay has got, um, especially in yeah, my time, quite a like large, the, mature audience there. Yeah. Yeah. But the big thing is, and you asked it before, why I didn't quit and stream full time. So there's two reasons why I didn't. Uh, there's probably three. Number one, the biggest thing is consistency. Um, like I said, some months you might get paid really well, some months you don't. I never actually really did it as my full-time gig to really have a full-time crack at it to know if it was feasible or not. But I, I'm not in the position where I can take that risk with kids in school and stuff. So that was yeah. number one. The, the second reason was I've built my entire streaming community during the Australian time slot, okay? So if I had a choice, I wouldn't be streaming six p.m. our time till two in the morning like, i wouldn't even you'd be a fucking idiot if that was your full-time gig because if you look at any of the twitch statistics which i'm like this big numerical fucking nerd for some reason all the viewers on twitch are like eight o'clock nine o'clock our time in the morning or an hour behind wherever you are now through yeah. till about three four o'clock in the afternoon that's when there's the most amount of people watching twitch the other side to it as well to those time zones is Australians, we're not a tipping culture. So in Australia, we like shit for free. Actually, we yeah, love shit for free. Right, in we Australia, don't. we we froth we're free shit, criminals. Dude. We're gonna take shit free where yeah, we can get it, man. We want shit for free. So when we go out for dinner, bro, we don't tip. You know what I mean? When we go out to the movies, we pay for our movie ticket, we pay for our food, and that's it. Um, in places like Europe and America, they come from tipping cultures where their minimum wage is so low. So when those people in those countries are watching content creators, them throwing a couple of bucks here and there for subscriptions or donations and bits and stuff, it's kind part, of their, part yeah. of their culture. So whenever I used to stream in the late, like the really early AU to late NA to like really late EU, I would make more money in those windows from those viewers than I would ever make from the Australian viewers because Australians just not part of our culture to tip. And yeah. That's just the the reality is if you look at any like really big streamer in that Australian time zone, you look at their potential income versus someone that streams like in the prime American time. Um, yeah, so uh, me swapping from a whole core of people in the Australian time zone to the American time zone and doing it full time, where are my viewers coming from? Because they're, yeah, they're used to watching me at night time. Basically, like, yeah, you had your, yep. like you said, your community is built around that time slot. And if you just... Yep. I mean, sure, some people get there, but they all, like, especially because it's a daytime slot here for Australia, a lot of those people, like, well, I'm working, I'll catch a vod if I can and support you through like Twitter or whatever, but I can't be there for when well, you, you think are the other thing streaming. too. You think the other thing too, like what's the general adult, even as an adult, if you don't have like a partner and kids, what's your general thing when you get home from work? You get home at work, say five, six o'clock, you might get home. 
some people might go play sport. They might go for a walk. Some might go to the gym. Some might cook dinner. Then if you do have a partner and kids, you might hang out with them, hang out with the kids and the kids get into bed 8, 30, 9 o'clock. And then you've got a couple of hours left of a night time to do whatever you like. So even if people you're streaming to that Australian time zone from six o'clock, you're probably not really capturing the AU audience until about eight thirty nine o'clock that night. Yeah. Once so, everyone's kind of winding down and settling in yeah. for the night. Yeah. So there's, there's so many factors in there and there's just so much stuff you can't control. So the third point as to the reason why I wouldn't do it full time at this stage now is because the factors you can't control are what would make or break you as a content creator. You can't control how many people watch your stream. You can't control how many followers you get. You can't control how many people sub to your channel. You know, I mean, you can you can do little things and little stuff in your channel to get that. But at the end of the day, a lot of that stuff does come with just like consistency and a bit of luck getting the right people in the right place. Um, but what you can control is, you know, you focus on the stuff you can control. So you how often you do stream, what kind of content you stream. If you're really low, maybe, you know, if you're having a shit day, maybe don't come on a stream because viewers can generally tell if you're not having, if you play the same game all the time. Yeah, yeah, dude, like the amount of times I've watched a roleplay streamer that I used to watch back when I first started No Pixel yonks and yonks ago and how like upbeat and passionate and fucking like over the top they are. And I watched them today and they're just so bland and boring and just dead because they've just been doing the same shit for so long but it pays their bills. So they're kind of stuck in that pigeonhole. Um, yeah. I didn't want to become that. I didn't want to get to the stage where I was um, just doing something just for the income. Um, so the biggest thing is consistency though, man. Um, if Unless I was like earning the same money and I just knew I could take that risk, then yeah, cool. But oh, yeah, yeah, I was no, very, I was very close, it's a, man. It's oh. a big risk to take, man. Like it's, it's a difficult, like it, it's, not an easy choice but like like if you if you fuck up or even if you let down like you you like like slack off for like a little bit it can it can it's so volatile like it can turn on you like that and you know the other the other thing too man so i I, it's probably probably too personal you can say i'm not going to answer this but are you a subcontractor or do you are you on like wages do you like actually get paid like annual leave and stuff with work i'm on i'm on i'm on a wage so yeah okay so full-time i'm full-time salary so you get annual leave, you get sick pay, you get superannuation, yeah. you get leave loading when you're not at work, you get benefits, you know what I mean? I get all of that with my work, super, everything like that. I get paid holidays, I get time off if I'm sick and I get paid to not be there. On streaming, dude, you don't stream, don't get paid, man. Yeah, and you'll yeah. find too, like a lot of the big streamers that are getting sponsored by companies, they're like 14 or 30-day contracts, man. And once those 30-day That's contracts it. are up, yeah, and a lot of people don't know that. People think they're just getting sponsored for two, three years at a time. <laughs> In content creation, man, they're all short-term contracts you need to perform. And if you don't perform, you get fucking dropped and they move on to the next person. So it's very, very stressful, dude. So Yeah, fuck, um, I can imagine. I didn't know that, actually. I thought I, I, I kind of assumed they were around the six-month mark. Um, I didn't realize Six months in content short. creation, dude. Dude, yeah. so... Nah, I mean, there would definitely be deals on there where like, you know, say someone moved from uh, Twitch to Facebook, for example, and they got paid a pretty big contract for it. Those yeah. contracts would be more likely 12 to 24 months, but there'd be like heavy stipulations in there. Like you'd have to stream X amount of hours at X amount of time and you'd have to, you know, you'd have to earn your money for it. So, um, but yeah. yeah, a lot of the contracts and stuff or, you know, the kind of contract negotiations you do when you're going to stream a game and get paid for it and the amount of, you know, so you'll have like a, a game company, for example, that'd be like, oh, we've got this game coming out. We want you to stream it. And you go, oh, okay, cool. And then you'll get put onto like a 
publicist company where they're the ones that do all the ass. You know, you, you need to know how to invoice. You need to know have like an ABN. You need to know what you're worth. You need to have, it, there's so much shit, man, that you just don't know if you do want to go down that business path. And do you know the worst thing? The worst thing about content creators, and I'm far from an expert at this stuff because I'm not a big streamer by any means. So I'm sure someone that's a lot bigger than me with a lot more exposure will know a lot more information than I do. Um, but there'll be so many creators out there like, um, you know, cutting themselves short. Like, say you get given a headset by a company, right? And mm. they make, you make a video for them. You make like a Twitter post. You do whatever you're doing. And you're not even getting paid for that shit, bro. You're just getting a free headset out of it. You think that company cares about giving you a fucking $40 oh, no, headset? Just, like, oh, fuck though. It's they, 40 bucks for free exposure, man. Fucking. Do you know how many times I, I have been asked? So I've got Astro A50s on my head right now. I kid you not, two to three times a stream. Hey, what kind of headset are you wearing? Oh, that's a cool looking headset. What kind of headset have you got? You know what I mean? The amount of times I get asked that, I've had people buy peripherals like a like a G502 Hero mouse or a keyboard or whatever because they're like, oh, what are you using? Like, what's your opinion of it? And if I think it's a good product, I'll be able to sell it. But content creators don't know what they're worth. So they're like selling themselves to these companies and these companies are like, they want that shit for as cheap as they can get for as much ROI, so knows, return yeah. on investment. So yeah, there's there's so much to the streaming and income side of things that um is crazy. Like, it's nuts. It's like opening Pandora's box. I'm just going to move my fan because I'm getting hot from all this talking. No, that's good, man. You're good. See me anyway. <laughs> for those for those on the audio, I'm I'm wow. seeing I'm seeing Steve in his full form, and it is fucking glorious. <laughs> Singlet and fucking shorts from Bali. Let's go, boys. Fucking love it. Um, yeah. So so I know I know we've gone a bit off tangent there, but that's no, literally me no. from start streaming to where I am now. And for anyone that hasn't watched my channel or anything like that, to um, you know, even people that do watch my content and stuff, like I'm pretty I'm pretty vocal about the shit I've been through. But even if you are vocal and you're honest and you do tell people. At the end of the day, if you're not streaming, people will generally move on from your channel and find someone else to watch, which is yeah. a very tough pill to swallow. But that's probably why I'm being so um so selfish at the moment now to really just get my mind back into the game before I like jump back into like streaming more consistently and actually having the passion for it. Because I I really do love content creation. I know it sounds kind of dumb and I've been somewhat negative throughout this whole thing but i think that's just a bit of a reflection on what's happened in the last like almost year and a half of my life on the platform yeah. has been not really a great experience unfortunately so um yeah anyway you can ask a question now i think we've covered yeah. off on everything from start to finish and whatever so ask have, away um, my man um i think we're, i think we're good there man um would you like to would you like to talk about some freebies and some deals what have you got what have I got? Oh, well, what do I have? Over on PlayStation this month for your freebies, we have Control, which comes with free free PS5 update. Um, these are also the last week to grab these, so if you're interested in getting them, grab them now. And we have Concrete Genie. Um, Control I'm playing Concrete the Genie? What's that? Concrete Genie. Um, I haven't played it yet, but um, I've got to download it. It's in, it's have I put you on the spot? Week. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no, it's you fine. Got you like, oh, shit, he's asked the question. The Shut way, up. The way these deals run, I'm like, hey, guys, here's these deals. You should download them because, you know, I've played some of these games. Some I haven't, some I'm interested in. And then I go, I'll oh, download this game as well. I'll play it. I never do. I always forget. Yeah. But shit happens. I'm like, fuck. And I miss it. And it's gone. I just have the time. It's it's so I try. I actually got Concrete Genie downloaded today. Because I'm like, fuck the month's ending, so I gotta get it real quick. So was that um sorry to ask, was that PlayStation Plus you're saying? Yeah, is that what that's is that what that's PlayStation Plus, yeah. So it's your free games of PlayStation Plus. How does I I need to ask, 
and yeah. I'm not trying to upsell it because I've got an Xbox X. So I don't know how I haven't had a PlayStation in a very long time. So I know with the Xbox, I pay like a subscription for that and I get access to like free games. Is the PlayStation Plus the same? Is that same the same thing. kind of deal? It, it, it's pretty cool. well the same format. Um, recently, the PlayStation Plus games have been fucking incredible. Like mm. we've had God of War. We've like, it's a lot like, of God Last of Us game. fucking boss game, man. That yes. was such a good It was oh. so fucking good. God of War was really good. Mm. Uh, whereas xbox because they now have game pass their freebies aren't as hot because they're like whether we want you into this service so we'll give you the free stuff for gold but we want you to get into Do you know the, the only the reason ultimate. why i got an xbox instead of a play i've been a playstation man since playstation one and this is the first time i've gone xbox over ps5 do you know the only reason yeah. why i did it is because with the game pass it's windows compatible so yeah. it was like oh well i'd get the game pass so i can either play it on the xbox or the pc it's literally the only reason why I did it. Um, and yeah, so oh, it's cute. Game, I've, games I've, with games with cross save are the fucking best thing. Like even oh, if it's dude. just a single player game, like I had it with um Valhalla. Yep. And you just like, oh right, we're gonna stream it tonight, play it at the PC, and then you're like, you're at home, you're chilling out. So you know, I might, I might bang out some side quests. Just bust up on the couch and you're right where you fucking left off. It is so good. And now it's on your phone as well. And once oh, that really? reaches, it's yeah. So um, Game Pass Ultimate. Um, they have um X- Xbox cloud streaming now. Um. I can't remember the fuck they called it. Um, I've said it a million times. It's gone from my brain. But yeah, you can, like, there are still like, games you can play on your phone. Like, I started playing um, Hellblade, Send You a Sacrifice on my phone with phone I'll have controls. to look into that. Is that, is yeah. that on the new Xbox, is um, it? No, it's Project X Cloud. So it's a totally different service. It's oh. an app on your phone. And then you just, like, connect it up. You play it, you connect a controller if you want. Like, most of the game, some of the games have native phone controls. Like, I think is, is Tactics has it. And, um,. Oh, are no they the ones where your sacrifice? phone slides into it and it like turns into like a hands handset no, you, controller? You yeah? don't even need that. So like these are like touch screen controls for some of them. Otherwise, if you've got a Bluetooth controller, you connect that and you're good to go. That's all it is. That's and so cool. you can just like like oh, you can Dude, I, mobile gaming's like the thing, isn't it? Mobile yeah, gaming it really is. is like do you know what's funny? People talk about um like on like because we're on the Twitch um the Twitch topic like you know League of Legends and uh what's like really popular like Minecraft and stuff right yeah but there's games on like mobile in like China and stuff that like fucking destroy League of Legends in the game of player base and stuff like it's actually really do you you didn't say you don't you don't follow much with Blizzard did you say you're not no not really. Do you, not, know not, not the yeah, the Do you know about the meme? Do you know about the meme? Yeah, yeah, I remember that quite. Yeah, well, where they yeah. everyone was waiting for a Diablo four launch because Diablo three has been out for fucking ever, and any Diablo fans like dying and dying and dying, and then they fucking waltz out and they go, "Oh, <laughs> Diablo on mobile," and all the people are like, "What the fuck are you doing, Blizzard?" So it's um, where the money is, though. I mean, even like oh, um, COD Mobile is huge like, on face on Facebook, especially. It is so, where it is, yeah. When I was overseas in Bali, I think it was. So there was a there was a young guy sitting on like a little scooter bike in Bali, had a mustache, and the only reason why I struck a conversation with him is because he pointed at me from down the street with my mustache, and I went over and spoke to him. He's on his phone. This is in like a third world country where they're poor as shit. Mobile phone on his phone. Guess what he's playing on his phone on his mobile phone? Have a guess. Call of Duty, PUBG. Play on oh, own battlegrounds, and it's 
this has gone back about a year and a half ago, whenever the last time was in Bali. But just to think that like, that game was really popular here, like three years before that in Australia on PC. And these yeah. guys are like sitting in the middle of the street, like with fucking thongs they've worn for 4 million years with decent phones playing PUBG on their phone. It's really crazy to think that um, the mobile world is like that big in gaming. Because I think from our culture, we're so used to consoles and PCs. You know what yeah. I mean? That's what we've grown up on. But you got to remember this. Not every country in the world is as lucky as us uh, white Caucasian males that have had very easy upbringings compared to some exactly. other places in the world. So it's really, it's a really big eye opener. So your mobile gaming, dude, huge, huge. Yes, back over to um, back over to PlayStation. Our um, we actually mentioned this one before. Uh, <laughs> our deal of the week is God of War for eighteen bucks. That's go so cheap, fucking, man. Just go get it. Such a good game, too. If you like, haven't so played God fun. of War, legit, it's one of the best game stories. For the time it came out, like, aesthetically, it's one of the best-looking games. for PlayStation 4? PlayStation was that 4, PS4? Yeah, that was yeah PS4, PS4, yeah. exclusive. And it was just absolutely one of the best storylines. I, I didn't even stream that game. I played that off-stream because it was that immersive. Oh, did you? It was that good. I streamed it. it was, yeah. I, I still had a hell of a time with it. I'm going to go back and do the end game stuff eventually. But um, I would have, I, I, I would have, I would have like strangled my chat playing that game. Well, shut the fuck up and just let me play it. Like, leave me alone. Like it was. There's some games you can't stream, man. And God of War is one of them. It was such a fantastic, like immersive. Another really good PlayStation game is um, oh, I've gone blank. You're, you're a Japanese Japanese samurai. It's Ghost just come Shishima? out. Yeah, I haven't oh played it yet because I don't have a PlayStation, but I fucking want to play that so dude, badly, dude. I, I I played through it. It is fucking is it good? phenomenal, fucking phenomenal. Oh. I, I had um, I had a guest on um, uh, who used to be a host here with me, and he hadn't played it yet. And he was like coming up, he's like, "Oh, I've got it in my place." I'm like, "You fucking play that shit now because it is the best open world experience I've had in the game." I'm, I'm like, it deep is the down. Assassin's, it's the Assassin's Creed we fucking deserved, you know. <laughs> I'm deep down, like I'm a huge anime weeb off of streaming. Oh, like dude, I really like anime. Fucking love it. So, and I'm like really into like Naruto and ninja stuff like that. So I just seeing the samurai stuff on that Gosha to Sam, it just looks. I I really want. I just don't have a PlayStation to um to play it. I wish I did. There's one downside dude, I to would, Xbox. I, 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 I would I would send you mine if I could, but um yeah, it, the second does it work on PS4? I've got a PS4 Pro. Yeah, it, Will it, that it's, work? It's, I played it. I played it on a base PS4. Oh, it's not a PS5 oh game. I might Do go it, fucking man. download it. Wait, you just sell on PS on PS Plus for eighteen bucks. Oh wait, no, this is God of War. This yeah, is God sorry. of War. Um, I think actually, I think Ghost of Tsushima is on. I think there's a sale on that too. I think I remember seeing that. Sorry if I'm ruining your segment. You just no, you planting seeds in my brain now. I'm, no, like, man, I'm good. I want you to go and play this game. I want you to get back to me and tell me how you feel about it when you've done it. Okay. I, I, I've I just I've seen it on Twitch and it looks yeah. looks magnificent. Dude, oh, it's yeah. so fucking good. So just the art good. style and stuff like looks really yeah. good on it. Uh, the photo mode I got lost in for about twenty hours. Nice. Just the photo mode, just like playing around. Like, I thought it was really funny because I was streaming it. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, oh wait. And then it'd be like half an hour of me just in photo mode. Like, like my chat would absolutely murder me if I did that. It. And I'm like, nah, this is this is this is the stream now. It's a photo mode stream. You're fucking dealing with it. Backseat gamers, man. You've got to go here to this place right here. Shut the fuck up and just let me figure it out. Unless I ask, hey chat, how do I do this? Exactly, right? <laughs> Over on um Xbox this week, our um Game Pass pick of the week, because we Game Pass is constantly coming out with games, so that's a highlight one um that's coming new to the service, is Code Vein. Oh, Code Vein's really good. 
I haven't played it. I I have a really I have some a regular in my chat. It's like you need to play this game. You need to play this game. Yep. You need to play this Curry game. Like, definitely yeah. worth having. I, I just, I'm not I'm not huge on anime. I'm not I'm not a big weeb fan, but it, so it's it's and and Souls games aren't really my jam either. So well, I haven't really tried them to be honest. But you know, whatever. Um, Dude, if you like Ghost of Tsushima, Codemain would not be all that different from like the yeah, combat style maybe. and stuff. It, it, if you're it, not I'm, in anime, I'm though, like eventually. Yeah. yeah, it might be the art style you don't like, maybe. The... I, I don't think it's the art style. I think it's, I don't know. There's something about it that just fucking throws me off, right? Uh, it's really weird because I love the, um, do you remember the, 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 um, the, the anime Batman movie they did? Like, it was like full anime. It was like, they went back to like feudal Japan. No? There's there's a, there's a DC animation film out. Um, it's like Samurai Batman and Samurai Joker. It is the fucking shit, dude. If you like, if you're Batman, a huge Batman fan, on. you will and you're I'm a weeb, you will fucking love this, dude. It's called Batman Ninja. Batman Ninja. That's it. Yeah. 2018. Yep. Watch I'm it. Check it. Check it out on YouTube after this. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. Let me know how you go because I, I I knowing from what I know from you now. I think you'll fucking love it, dude. Is that so? Is this a series on YouTube? Is it? No, no. It's a full movie. It's a full animated movie. So you know oh, how okay. they do like the Justice League War and all that kind of stuff. It's just a, one yeah. of those offshoot kind of movies that they did, like in an alternate universe. They all get teleported back to fucking feudal Japan through some accident, and shit happens from there. Dude, my nipples already erect. That sounds fucking so good. Okay, I've got the I've got the trailer up. 2018. All right, that's to do after this. That's, yep. that's to do after this. Um, anyway, on to games of the gold. Your freebies this week. We have Resident Evil, the original, uh, Lost Planet Two, Dendara, Trials of Fear, and Gears Five. Ooh, Gears Five is a good pickup. Gears Five is a good pickup. It's on Game Pass as well. They've started this thing this month where they do like this is on Game Pass, but we're going to give it to you if you don't have it. So it'll I've be got like game a games pass. with gold kind of deal. Do you know what game I played the absolute shit out of? So in my younger days, I used to be really into racing games. So I don't know. Did you play the original PlayStation, the original F1? It was like F1. No, I was always, I grew up on Xbox. I, I didn't get a PlayStation until okay. like so, last year. So there was the original F1 game that came out. In the, it was like one of the very first games that came out with the original PlayStation. And Gran Turismo was not too long after it. Yeah. Anyway, I played this game on arcade and then swapped it to simulation. I like kept spinning out. The I thought I'd broken the game because I was like <laughs> seven or whatever at the age when it came out. Yeah. Um, so I, when I got my Xbox X, I obviously got the Game Pass and um, downloaded. So um, downloaded F1 2019. And dude, I'm like, I'm a pretty big F1 fan, not as much anymore. But this game was just unreal. And it was free, man. Like it didn't cost me anything. I just downloaded the game and... Got it for free. Like, and then like you said before, you can turn your friggin' Xbox off, go out and do whatever you do and come back, switch it back on and you're straight back to where you were. No loading, no anything. Just good to go. Bang. Perfect. That's what you fucking want. Who wants loading screens anymore anyway, right? The only thing I've got a problem with the Xbox. So I've got mm -hmm. the Xbox controller here. So this is my Xbox X controller, okay? Yep. This right trigger, when you're playing racing games, it sticks. It's not going to do oh, it now, but no. because you hold it in your hand, like I've got really big, massive hands, as you can see. Um, yeah. But yeah, you hold onto it, it gets hot, and this right trigger sticks, and it's one of the problems with Xboxes. Um, oh, really? I didn't notice that. I actually got a few new controls for my kids the other day because they fucking trashed theirs. Yeah. To go get your Xbox X controller, do this, hold it down for a minute, and then it's actually sticking right now. You can hear it. Listen. I'll have to have a look, yeah. 
can you hear it? Can you hear it? Not quite. You can't hear it, can you? No, I can't. Well, you do this on this side, and this one just bounces fine. This one, it doesn't. I don't know why. It's an Xbox thing. I don't know. It only only picks up because when you play a racing game, you're holding the right trigger in for so long while you're going around a track. So I noticed it. And then yeah. jumped on Reddit and everyone was complaining about the same thing. So I thought, oh, right, oh, there you go. New problem, to, new problem to look out for if you've got a new controller. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Xbox. Sorry, <laughs> I paid Xbox. like a lot of money. I paid a lot of money for this console, you fucks, and I got a dodgy controller. Not happy. <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Over on Deals with Gold this week, we have the Ancestors for 2718. Um, this one's uh, you start off as a monkey and you grow a civilization. But it's all through through first person. Then when you die, you have to start again. It's fucking brutal. I've seen people like people complain that it's way too hard because like you can get like eight to ten generations in, and then you die, and you have to start that whole shit again. Oh, like there's no like there's no brutal. safe points. It's just like oh you you're, you you died because you know one of your you were slightly cold for too long at night time, and then it wiped out your entire your entire society that you've built. So buy back to reminds the drawing me, board. Reminds me from Escape from Tarkov when you chat out your dude with like nice gear and armor and a good bag and food and backpack and you spend like 2 million rubles and then you run into a raid and get one tapped within 30 seconds and you just sit there and go, what am I doing <laughs> my life? Why am, I, no. why am I doing this? Why? And then you do it again. It's, and you do and it again. again. And again. And, it keeps and eventually on. you start it's being that Chad. Yeah, you just you become the Chad. Um, I've got be a, I, I got a friend that plays it. Yeah, he, he, he goes, he, he calls what full Chad mode, and he just goes in and just yeah. destroys everybody. Full metal, yeah, full metal gear, buddy. Uh, you know, rank six armor, just go bananas, taking like fifteen grenades. So that t- people take like fifteen <laughs> F one grenades in to kill one person. They just you go on like interchange. They just grenade, 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 grenade. Oh just, Jesus like, Christ! I'm at, I'm at the back like a little rat. I'm a little rat up all the loot. While everyone's, yeah, everyone's inside fighting. I'm on the outside just getting those hidden stashes, mate. Give me that money. Fucking oath. Over on the Switch this week, Diablo 3. A total collection for 30 bucks. That'd, That's that'd cheap. Play, that'd play quite well on the Switch as well, I think. Do you know what's really interesting about Diablo 3? So I'm a huge Diablo 3 person. I've actually got a command in my channel, which is exclamation mark wrist. You would have seen it before. I actually wear a sweatband on my right wrist now because of Diablo 3. So Diablo 3, you're clicking a lot with the mouse while you're playing. And in it was like season eight or nine. I actually, my whole arm, I like couldn't bend my wrist. I got that much RSI build up in my wrist. And I started, one of my mods was like, oh, put a sweatband on it, will feel better. And now I cannot play any games on my computer without having a sweatband on my wrist now. And that's Diablo's fault. Um, but <laughs> the best thing Diablo ever did was it was initially ported as a PC game and literally built for the Battle.net one, right? The best thing they ever did was bring it to consoles because there's nothing better than playing Diablo while you're chilling on the couch. Yeah, It's also, yeah. also a great game to play like with your missus or whatever because it's a fun game to just jump in together, just hack and slash. So um, yeah, I'm a big advocate for Diablo 3. Mindless, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that would convert very well on the Switch. Oh. On the, if you're sitting Imagine on the couch with your freaking switch, just just playing this on the shitter would be fantastic. Oh, dude, give me You'd ideas be there for now. days. <laughs> I don't think I could um... apologize to you, Mrs. For me, I I may have started something. Yeah. Oh yes, I just got a whole bunch of loot. It's like, are you shitting in there? What are you doing? Leave me alone. It's my quiet time. 
Um, I don't know how I'd go playing Diablo on a console like handheld after having it on like three screens. You know what I mean? I don't know how. Yeah, I'd true. It. Yeah, it's also different too. So what you play the season so with diablo you have like seasons right and they run for like two or three months and what happens at the start of every season you start as level one character and then you go through greater rifts and you level up to level 70 and then you get paragon and stuff right so that's probably a whole bunch of jargon unless you actually play the game but the seasons no on pc yeah the seasons on pc are completely different to console consoles oh, really? a lot okay. more uh, a lot more user friendly so um yeah pc gamers are massive nerds so that season where i fucked my wrist and now wear a sweatband i finished in like the top 100 of the north american leaderboards for a solo class so that's how high i was sweating i was wow. on my seat like just dripping in sweat man i had you know the world of warcraft <laughs> one that was me dude i was going ham that season it was good and fucked my nice. wrist because of it so pay fuck 30 bucks wrist. if you want to fuck your wrist yeah there you go brilliant um that'd be yeah Joy-Con drift could be fun. So, like too. every single game you've talked about, except for like one, I know I've played all these games. It, it's like I've been stalking you for a week. I know it's kind of scary. All right. <laughs> Best part about a podcast. I'm like, all right, I need to learn about this person. Stalk mode yeah. activated. It's great. Did you actually um, do a lot of stalking before me coming on? I'm not, not really. No, I don't do a huge lot. I like to like I like to know the basics, right? So I'll look at what games you've played. Um, I didn't know you're into WoW that much, but I'll just kind of I'll have a route around if they're if they're streamers. I'll kind of I'll, I'll look at the I'll look at the game the previous games and kind of stuff like that just to get a feel of the person what they like. And then if I find a deal that happens to have a game that they like or that I think they may be interested in, which can lead to some conversation. I'm a massive WoW nerd. Massive Huge WoW nerd. nerd. I've had yeah, a couple of the, wow nerds on here now. It's been great. I have no idea what they're talking about, but well, it's, dude, they've it's just fine. um it's so good. So BlizzCon was like three or four days ago. We're going to talk about this earlier, but then we got off track with me rambling. So they're doing Diablo 2 Remastered. That's meant to be coming out this year. And if you've yeah. never played Diablo 2, the, like Diablo 2, the original, bro, Diablo 2, the original, the graphics fucking suck, whatever, but the game is magnificent. They're doing a remaster of that from the ground up. That's meant to come out this year. Um, they've released another class for Diablo 4, which I think Diablo 4 is 2022. Correct me if I'm wrong, when that's going to be coming out. And that looks fucking unbelievable as well. And the most best thing ever is the Burning Crusade Classic is coming out 2021 as well, which is the next expansion on top of the Classic WoW that's out right now. So I'm already back into my Discord, which I'd never left anyway, um, with all my other sweaty nerd friends that are all raiding Classic WoW right now before I took a break. So I am... I'm probably going to take like two deep. weeks off. Oh, I'm probably going to take two <laughs> weeks off work so I can get ahead of the curve on that. Um, hundred percent. I'm keen as a motherfucking bean to get into that. It's going to be good. Nice. Our final, our final freebies for this week. Um, over on the Epic Store, we have Ooh. Rage. 2, we have Rage Two. Yeah, look, a lot of people hate on Epic, and I get it. I understand why, but they have some fucking good games come up, man. Like just the freebies mm. are great. Like, I've, I've I've never I've, I think I've maybe bought one game on there because it was exclusive. I wanted to get another thing. It's like man, so man, people like selling games through specific places to then gatekeep that game on that platform. Is I'm I'm really yeah. against that. I don't, I don't look. I understand what Epic do and I understand how they on sell a lot cheaper to say Steam or whatever. That's all good and all. I just think for like a free market kind of thing, they shouldn't be gatekeeping published games. I think Borderlands 3 did that. First 12 months, it was only available on Epic Store. Yeah, no, and, I, I, I don't like exclusives at all. I think like yeah. console console exclusivity makes sense. 
The fact that it's yeah, come to the like, PC market. Like the f- a handful of games on console exclusivity. Yeah, the fact it can come to the PC market is fucking bullshit, though. Like, all it's to do just, with money, bro. It's all money, and it, 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 it it's like, oh, competition's good, but it's not. It's fucking ruining shit. I don't like mm. it. Like, yeah, as soon as you said I, Epic I Star, I was like, oh, boy. Mm. So I agree with what Epic were trying to do. Like, you know, they're trying to bring some competition to Steam to kind of, especially when it comes to working with developers and giving them a better cut and making life better for them. I agreed with that. I just don't like the way they fucking went about it. Because all they've no, done is buy fucking massive exclusives and, it, it, like, and I can see how... everyone that wants to play it on Steam. So it's like, oh, I guess exactly. I'll wait 12 months for that until it comes out, so... Exactly, yeah. It's very um, disappointing. It is. I've had to play... I've had to fucking play games through the Epic Store. Do you know the only game I ever played through Epic in the past was Fortnite? That's, like, the only game I played oh, really? through the Epic Store. Yeah, back when, like, Creator Code... Did you download it originally? Yeah, well, I had the same thing. So I had the... I actually... My mate paid for the original PVE Fortnite. You know, remember how you used to have to pay for the game? I, it was like yeah, I used Fortnite. to play that, yeah. Yeah, so I got that. He gave me the code for it. And then I ended up playing the uh, free-to-play like um, Battle Royale. Never even played the PVE anyway, so... The PVE, but was then they... like, I, the PVE was great because it was a really good farm for coins for the shop. So you, yep. you go in there, you spend, like, you spend like five hours a week just doing a few tasks. You get a whole heap of coins. You go and you spend on the Battle Royale. It's fucking great. Is... I'll swap my credit card. Yeah, cool. I want that skin. <laughs> oh. Well, actually, funnily enough, never really spent all that much money on skins. There's a couple of skins I really wanted, but um, I always got the Game Pass, though, which was like... you want. Know, 2500 vc or whatever it was called was it yeah. vc is that what it V-box. was called it's vb v bucks yeah. yeah vb so i always got the game pass when i played that game a lot dude fortnite gets a lot of shit but back in like season one of two and fortnite before like the sweaty fucking nerds at like hyper building got into that game that was a really really enjoyable game it was. I, was I think i dropped off midway through season three myself i just kind of yeah season got four i got it, into yeah. it nice is getting yeah. a bit when they when it became like hyper competitive towards um like esports and stuff like that when the Fortnite started getting a lot of money with um people doing like arena builds and stuff that's when like you know at our age of 33 like if you're good at fps's you're not going to be anywhere near as good as someone at 16 that's just got oh god way no, we just don't have like, a reaction time we're fucking too yeah. old for that shit some of these our kids eyes are going out. we've got glasses so i have to like do the fucking lean forward and squint to see <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm watching these clips of these kids i'm like what the fuck are they shooting at man like what the <laughs> shit this is coming the other day and i'm fucking i've got a 144 hertz monitor in front of me now so it's like a pretty good monitor my graphics in eft are pretty good and she walks in the other day and i'm doing this right up on the screen yeah yeah because there's a dude hiding in the fucking grass and i couldn't see him she's like can you not see that and i'm like i'm like no i can't see that like i'm you have to like lean right in to actually see i've actually when i set my new monitor up i've actually brought it forward about i don't know about an inch closer to me so i can see because i'm actually legitimately going blind because i'm an old man now yeah well i only recently got glasses like like three months ago it's like uh, living in a new world isn't it and i was like i was like what the, like, I, was, I was just getting constantly constant headaches and i was like oh what the fuck's going on and my wife's like you need glass but no fuck off my eyes are perfect i had them checked like a year ago they're fine i went there like yeah you need glass for so are you fucking... short or long-sided uh long-sided's when you can't see stuff properly close to you right yeah so long-sided's yeah. that short-sided's that yeah i'm, I'm long-sided yeah okay um, and it's, and it's, yeah, all, I'm, I'm from, it's all from this so so fucking 
streaming video games have ruined my fucking eyes. You're welcome, everybody. Did they actually say that to you? Because I reckon that's no, bullshit. No, they, 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 did, oh. they didn't. I just make that fucking joke. Because I've played video games since I was a young kid, and my eyes, um, like, there's like no one in my family to have bad eyesight from my mum or my dad's side. And um, yeah, like I've I had glasses from like year eleven. I used to always just sit at the front of the class because I couldn't see the friggin' board. And one yeah. of my mates was like, you need glasses. And my eyesight never used to be that bad. And the moment I got glasses, and if you've just got them, you're going to notice this too. Your eyes are going to get worse over the next two years because your eyes. Your eyes I've get watched, worse. I've watched it happen with my wife as well. Like, like they they just get worse. I'm like, why the fuck am I wearing these if it's gonna make my eyesight worse? You know, I'm like, but the headaches were too bad, and he's like, fuck, what do I do? So you're getting Damn. headaches because you couldn't see shit close enough. Like, I'd like, yeah. So I would like, if like, if I was like this, like, I, I would stream for like half an hour, play a video game, or glasses off. Like, no, not wearing glasses because I didn't have any, and I would get like searing fucking headaches. Like, it was fucking bad man like it was like i wouldn't be able to sleep that were that bad like they're full of migraines and you i know got glasses thing, and i'm fine speaking of bad eyes and stuff do you know one thing which was a big wake-up call to me as well when i was working lots and streaming lots i used to get a twitch in my right eye right here and it yep. used to just constantly twitch constantly just twitching and i went to doctors about it and she's like oh are you a smoker and i'm like i am and she goes have you always had this twitch and i'm like not really and she goes what do you do i'm like well i sit at work all day look at a computer screen then go home and play games look at a computer screen she goes you're either not getting enough sleep you're drinking too much caffeine or it's your smoking so and the moment i started sleeping more twitch is gone so yeah lack of sleep and i tell you what man the twitch fucking irritated the absolute snot out of me dude just constantly had a similar thing not not all the time but every once in a while i get it it's like oh god just stop no and no one can see it like you'd be sitting there going like this and no one will see it but you just you can feel it and it oh dude yeah, it's so small but it, it's so powerful because it's such a sensitive area it just really fucks you up mm. anywho sorry off track again told you i man off track is great i fucking love this this has been a great time um so yeah epic store hold Epi- oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's why i changed the subject i'm sorry you said <laughs> um we have uh absolute drift which is a really cool top-down drifting game um very zen based and i've been playing it a little bit it's a lot of fun so you just get given a course with obstacles and you just have to drift around through them um very precise in the way it does it like this one bit i'm stuck on the first fucking level because like you need to do these two perfect drift lines and if you're off by a bit you don't get it i can get one but i can never get the second one i've got three laps to do it so it's just me going around and around this fucking loop but the thing is no, that'd tell me the, the thing, though, normally game. that would piss me off and be all right i need to i need to give up on this now but the it it just it's so it's not frustrating like you're right okay i did this i'm annoyed i'm annoyed to learning. two perfect trips <laughs> on the first course fuck that he's got time move on next game next game <laughs> um yeah great game um if you're into drifting cars it might be something worth looking at other one is rage 2 the last freebie on the epic store i have played uh, rage 2 i actually because um, i i held off on it because i it looked really cool. I played the first Rage when they announced it, and I was like, "Oh, this is fucking dull." I'm like, "Oh, it's an older game. We'll see what the sequel's like." And then I kind of waited for the reviews. You know, I thought I'd be smart about it. You know, Anthem's burnt me way too hard. Now I'm extra cautious. Um, so I, and- I did the same as you. I played the original Rage, and I actually didn't mind the original Rage. It was a little bit boring. Um, yeah. I actually did a sponsored. I did two, um, two, uh, two three-hour sponsored streams of Rage Two. I actually really enjoyed it. Um. 
it's not a game I would play a lot of, um, but it's very high action, fast paced. So if you if you play a lot of like Borderlands games, you will like Rage Two, hundred percent. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I I know that um, in software did the the shooting mm. of the game, which is you know the fucking Doom is an incredible fucking game to play. Dude, the shooting I, mechanics in Rage 2 are unbelievable. It's just the storyline yeah. that lets the game down, in my opinion. Yeah, I've, I've, I've um, heard there's a bit of storyline, a lot of kind of dead areas between the farm. Yeah, like you get a vehicle. Walking. Yeah, so you get access. At the start of the game, you don't use a lot of vehicles and you go to like a lot of really like high pop areas to begin with. And it's yeah. really fun. Like it's really um like, you know, the shooting stuff and that's really, really good. Thank you. Um, Like the shooting stuff and that's, yeah, the actual sequences and stuff and the gun mechanics are fantastic. And the game aesthetically looks really good, but it's very repetitious. And then, yeah, in between driving between each zone, it's good because it's free-flowing. You can kind of go do what you want to do, but if you like the kind of game that kind of tells you where to go, you won't really like it. Again, if you right. like the Borderlands franchise, you will like Rage 2. And if you liked Rage 1, it shits all over fucking Rage 1 because they're just from the gun mechanics alone. If it, yeah. Did you say, is it free? Yeah, this is free on Epic this, oh, week, bro. this week. Yeah, yeah, dude, you'll get five to eight hours gameplay for free. Do it. It's it's definitely worth that. Oh, that's sweet. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I would recommend. I'll put it. it. I'll put it on my list of things I need to download and then try not to forget it. Good gun mechanics, dude. That's probably Good like the big mechanics. selling point to it. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Yep. For someone like me that plays like Escape from Tarkov, where like gun mechanics and like realism and stuff is really good, the Rage has got really good um good gun mechanics. So nice, nice. Well, that is um that is all she wrote. That's all we've got for this week. That's the deals out of the way. Steve, how long did we go for? I'm sorry, nearly I... two and a half hours. That I'm is, so that sorry. Is, that is my second longest podcast to date. Which Dude, was I a... told you before going into this, no, I don't shut the fuck good. up. I'm so sorry. I no, this no, no, don't, in. man. This has been fucking phenomenal. I have loved it. Um, it has been a great two and a half hours. I've learned so much about you and so much about just everything in general. It's been fucking fantastic. So thank you, thank you so much for for coming on and kind of sharing your story and how things are. It's been it's been really good. Um. Thing I didn't do at the start, um, we can do now a little bit, I guess. Is who are you and where can we find you on the fucking internet? <laughs> um, so Shaggy <laughs> underscore Steve. That's pretty much where you find me. So, um, I do stream on Twitch. When I am streaming back on Twitch, I normally do role play, as we've probably discussed a lot of tonight. A lot of people realize that. So, um, I normally do role play on No Pixel. I, that, I'm not limited to that. I do do a little bit of everything, but role play is probably like my primary thing when I'm on Twitch. Um, I am on YouTube. I've done a few like Escape from Tarkov guides on YouTube. I did like, I, I just started learning. I needed to like get my creative brain going. So I started to learn how to do video edits. So I've done like one, two, three, four, five. I've done five EFT videos and two of them have 2000 views. So I thought that was really good for someone that's like not even on YouTube really. So yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple there that have only got like a couple of hundred views, but I thought that was really good for someone that's kind of just sharing like information about the game. So um yeah that's pretty much it twitter i'm on nice, the same nice. thing awesome. um all those um if you I, yeah two guys two and a half that's hours of me fucking talking shit um that's pretty if much you're all this I do far, you should be fucking following this man already so go and do it yeah because sorry guys a f- no, I talk too much. no it's good don't apologize i like this this is fantastic you know, i got a funny podcast story for you right yeah, so right, there was this shoot. guy and his name's nate Anyway, he had a podcast with another guy. It was a really, really big podcast back in the day. Anyway, they were like wrapping this podcast up, okay? And I 
I went on one of their, um, I was meant to go on their podcast like about seven or eight episodes before they finally finished. So I went on as the last podcast and I remember the guy messaging me after. He's like, dude, it's the last podcast. I just wanted you to shut the fuck up, but you just didn't stop talking. Like he'd obviously <laughs> lost the passion at this time, but I didn't know. Like I'd never been on a podcast before and I didn't oh, know so that was, was your like, first one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've been on heaps, dude. Like I, I, I actually really enjoyed the podcasting side, especially when you're talking about, um, Content creation because I I'm, I like to be fairly vocal about like the pros and the cons. We didn't really go over many pros, which we could probably do that in another podcast. I can tell you about. I mean, yeah, man, I would be more than happy to have you on. Another, Dude, another I could day. I could tell you some of the most I've had some of the best amazing opportunities like with um like especially with like Logitech and Astro and stuff and like I'm sponsored by these guys, so like I get of all this shit for free. So yeah, um, I could tell you so many stories about the stuff I've done with these guys and the companies and the avenues and the sponsored streams and being flown to Sydney and like, you know, events. And there's a really good life to the um, content creator life, but it's fucking tough. So I could definitely come another one and tell you about all the um, cool shit I've gotten up to. That's for sure. Sounds good. Yeah, just, um, I just had a tough time. last year and a half, bro. So I was sorry oh, to man, come that's, across that's, this bit negative. No, if it did. Not, not at all, man. Like that's that's the thing, though. Like it's this is the like getting to know the people and what like what they're going through behind what is happening and how they operate and what makes them tick. And that's that's what I that's what I enjoy. And that's where I've kind of been pushing the direction of this cast recently. And I've been having a fucking blast with it and getting conversations through it, like with you and when you as knowledgeable as you are because you've been through it all. It's um. I wouldn't it's say really I'm that knowledgeable, but dude. You go go back Compa- to like comparatively to me. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing, right? Like, I can come across as like really arrogant with streaming, which I fucking hate because I try to be really down to earth as much as I possibly yeah. can be. Because there's nothing worse than like the one thing I hate in the streaming world is like if people get a sense of entitlement once they start getting to a certain point in their streaming life and dude i got there like when i was like you know first got partnered was doing really well in role play i thought my shit didn't stink blah 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 but you definitely come when you come crashing down to earth at the end of the day we're just uh we're just human beings like everyone so i like people to know that yeah it's not always not always roses out there but it is a very very good thing if you can get some traction on the platform and you're passionate about it you can definitely do a lot with streaming it's a and it's free man anyone can do it you just have to have a fucking computer and the internet and you can do it like it's all free source stuff you have to pay for yeah, shit you dude to, you have to pay for shit and we love no. we love fucking free shit and if you as, as if you go and do one thing i'm really against is like twitch fucking coaching and stuff do not pay some dumb cunt to fucking teach you how to stream dude just start your stream and jump on youtube and watch a video or two it's really not that tough like you don't need some no. fucking person you pick it if up you're not you go, like if you don't learn from your experiences as you go you're gonna be a shitter streamer for it that's that's how there is so if you just jump into youtube and go how to fucking stream you will find that that's how i learned how to set like obs and do game captures and stuff there's people that have made content for it right but yeah, yeah, you don't need a you don't need a fucking Twitch coach to teach you how to stream, no, dude. God, Just no. start a stream, find a game you like, and fucking have a good time. And if you blow up, Get good on you. And if you don't, whatever. Have fun anyway. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, you can find me Shaggy underscore Steve. I've tangented again. I'm sorry. It's good. It's good. I'm Deft Puppies. You know where to find me. Twitter, Twitch, all that shit. Deft underscore Puppies with a fucking Z. If you would like to get in touch with a podcast, you can find us on Twitter at left underscore pod. You can also find us on Instagram at two left thumbs podcast. Uh, the video version of this will be available on our YouTube channel. Links for that will be down below because we're not cool enough for a custom nameplate just yet. And as always, if you're listening on the audio, don't forget to rate, review, send us some love. 
ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening steve thank you for joining us welcome you all have a fantastic week sorry for your second longest podcast my bad no (laughs) best thing ever ladies and gentlemen have a fantastic week talk at you next time bye